And we're back after a week. Of, well, at least one of us is back. That's what I'm saying. The only thing I want to what idiot decided to say, hey, let's schedule a podcast on a Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know. We'll find out. Hey now, everybody. Um, there, there's still a football game going on. There's like two minutes left. It might be tied, uh, but we're still going to talk some Sharks hockey. And then when the football game ends, maybe we'll get serious. I don't know. We welcome you into show 183. Back to the unfiltered, unedited, uncensored, commercial-free Sharks podcast that is the Pucknologist here on Teal Town USA. Remember, you can always keep us commercial-free by using the Super Chat option during the live shows. Better yet, find us on Venmo. At Teal Town USA, remember, if you are new to the podcast, hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Leave your take in the comment section of this video if you're not with us live. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, subscribe there. And uh, what, what are you cracking there, Ian? I, I, oh, oh, Pepsi? The Diet Pepsi. Oh, there you go. If you use an Apple podcast, hey, leave us a review there. We'd certainly appreciate it. And so if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, it, it might look like Hockey Jerk is on that side screen, but it's actually Ian doubling up a reasonable facsimile, if you will. Ian, how you doing, buddy? I, I, I am not the Hockey Jerk, but I am a jerk, so <laughs> it's fine. There you go. Uh, you and got... to answer your questions, you had a couple questions off the top of the show. I just show up. I never schedule anything. So I, know. I did not schedule this, but I did show up. <laughs> did uh, you get any money on the game? Football? No, I, I honestly, I, I, um, I, I've mentioned this on the pod many times. The only sport I really care about is hockey and I kind of side eye lacrosse. Um, but this, you know, for being a not football guy, this is a game. <laughs> Dude. And I'm shocked that we're, we're doing this, but here we are. <laughs> I'm uh, a little bit of football guy. I got to tell you, I'm a little upset because I played the football pool, if you will, where, you, you know, you, get, you pick your squares and then the numbers get laid in. And after the end of the first quarter, it was 7-7. And then like 10 seconds in to the second quarter, it was 4-7. I had, my numbers were 4-7. I was very upset. I believe it. Oh, I was so upset. Like you couldn't have run that play ten seconds earlier. But we <laughs> here we are, <laughs> you know, thirty-five to thirty-five, two-minute warning, and the Chiefs are only fifteen yards out. So we'll see what happens here. Uh, but we we actually should probably talk about hockey. <laughs> we should. So the Sharks played three games this week. Somehow going two, one, and zero. Oh. I have no idea how the hell that happened. Not a clue. Through, yeah. <laughs> through 54 games, 17, 26, and 11 for 45 points. Still seventh in the division. I got to tell you, man, when we came into this week, now I made a bet two weeks ago with Jerk. And okay. I said, over the next nine games, do you feel like the Sharks can get three wins over nine games or better? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. And I said, I don't see it. And I was looking after the all-star buy. And I went, well, Tampa, Florida, Washington, 
maybe they beat Florida. The other right, two, I think yeah. they're going to get wiped. Yeah, that that's the, uh, if I had to predict it before <laughs> it went down, that is what I would have said too. It's like, okay, Tampa's going to destroy them. Washington could go either, like, I, I think Washington's another game that could have gone either way, but Florida, I'd, I'd be like, okay, that's the team they'll beat. Yeah. If I, mean, I had to, like, put money down on it. And I'm not a gambling <laughs> man. But if I had to, that's probably the way I would have done it. And, uh, yeah, that's not what happened. Yeah, went, went straight inverse. <laughs> so it was This a is week. why I'm not a gambling man. Because right? I would have lost some money. A week of threes this week. We had three games. <laughs> Carlson and Meyer have mm-hmm. three point nights and a rare comeback win in Tampa. EK has three turnovers and goes dash three in Florida in a game they lose by three. But then all of a sudden, they show up on a Sunday morning in Washington. Now, granted, the Sharks are like 9-1 and one over the last like 12 years in Washington. True. And maybe you could say, uh, perhaps the Capitals kind of uh, blew the load yesterday versus Boston in their win. So, who knows? But we're going to talk about that. We got some things to say about All-Star Weekend. Of course, the, sure. Jake, the Jacob Magna trade. More and more trade chatter, which seemingly never ends. No, I mean, again, this this whole thing, and I, not to jump too far ahead, because I don't want to, like, spoil anything for later, but, like, I don't know, man, the media is run by a bunch of carnies. (laughs) You are not wrong, sir. We're going to revisit some predictions. We're going to talk about fixing NHL viewing habits and more, but let's start in Tampa. So, like we said, I'd, I'd, I'm going to be the first to admit, I'm like, I, I thought the Sharks were going to get waxed in this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fun, like fun game. This is one I had to actually go back and watch after because I'm like, I, I missed a game. I got to, I got to watch this one. I normally don't like if I miss a game at this point in the season, especially with the way things are gone, I'm like, <laughs> forget it. But uh, this one I actually went back and watched it like uh, two times speed or whatever. And, and it was a lot of fun. Like, uh, to, to watch the Sharks obviously come back the way they did when, uh, you, you know, it's, it's always this weird conundrum you're in, right? Where it's like, oh, wins are bad at this point. Because obviously, look at we want better odds at Connor Bedard. Um, but even the best odds, again, it's a lottery. And we all know how lotteries can sometimes go. So uh, it's it's fun at this point to be able to get into a game like that and just get caught up in the game and kind of just forget everything else and just enjoy the game. Um, and I think that's been few and far between this season. So it, I, I'm going to enjoy that when it happens. Dude, I'm just, and it was so funny to listening to, uh, the, the what the quote unquote, what is it? Uh, the sharks audio network, the buildup mm-hmm. or whatever the, whatever their pregame thing is. And it's, I'm listening to Ruzanowski and Ramenda and mm-hmm. they're leading into this Tampa game. And it's just like, oh, t- you know, t- Ramenda is waxing poetic about the Lightning. And so this is the cornerstone franchise of the league the last few years. And it's, uh, I mean, they're, they're the team that everybody wishes they were. And <laughs> it, despite the fact that Tampa got spanked 7-1 to by Florida the night before this game, and then the Sharks come back for just the fourth time this season down two goals. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, down 3-1 after the first period, so snapping Tampa's 12-game win streak at home, amazing. Fourth time this season they've potted two power play goals. And Carlson, which is going to be 
pretty much a marquee name that is going to be spoken about over the next 90 minutes in, in different ways, shapes, and forms. But he's involved in three <laughs> of the four goals, including yep. a great setup for the OT winner. Um, and, of course, that leads uh, a few on the social to accept, where's the EK haters now? <laughs> Which I always get a kick out of. Because I mean, it's always been that. That's just that's just social media in a nutshell. Yeah, but it it just cracks me up. Where's the EK haters now? Of course, those EK I, haters were nowhere to be found after the Florida game. <laughs> I, I wonder. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I guess we could do the same thing for like a couple of these games too, and be like, "Where's the Cockinen haters now?" I don't think he's very good, but he, you know, he had some. He had some good games. Yeah, I mean, you got to give it to him. Maybe was that what it took? Like, it took Reimer like to be ill. <laughs> to get some straight like starts and all of a sudden it's like, Hey, I'm Hey guys, I'm not that bad. Yeah. Look at, um, I've been a huge critic of Capo Kakinen this year. And, and this is a guy who I really wanted to be the answer and goal for the sharks. And I thought based on what we saw at the end of last season, I was really excited when they extended him and, you know, I'm glad they extended him for what they did. And it's not a super amount of eight. money obviously right yeah it's not a five-year <laughs> deal like it was it was a nice two-year deal and they they can kind of see what they have and then kind of go from there um but yeah like i'm just yeah i'm you know i'm i'm happy that he's kind of gotten some good games under his belt so i think he's had a brutal season i don't think grimer's been significantly better but <coughs> hold on um hold on sorry. the 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 kick is up the kick is good as of now, it would appear the Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl 38 to 35. But anyway, there go ahead. Go. Yeah. So I think um I don't know. I, I look at I, I look at the season that they've had and like look at this was, you know, Kapu Kakanen kind of dropped the ball here, man. Cause I don't think like James Reimer's my guy, but James Reimer hasn't been significantly better. Mm-hmm. And like, so if this was the season where you could have like seen a passing of the torch, this was it for Kapokakinen and he's failed to do that. And now the Sharks are going to have to try and figure out something in goal for next year. Yeah. When, I mean, we've talked about it on Sundays. It's the, the fact that this season from the forward group, you're getting what I think like an extra 0.7 goals per game from the forward group. You're getting like... Yeah an extra 1.5 goals from the defense group. It's like scoring, you would think would be an issue, but it hasn't been. It's been keeping the puck out of the net has been the Achilles heel for the Sharks. So yeah, it's whatever. The The nice thing about this Tampa game is, like I said, a power play. The Sharks go two for three. So it's, you know, been, been quite a while since they've potted two power play goals. So, you like that. The other big thing that everybody was talking about, Ian, of course, was that Kevin Sheveldayoff was mm -hmm. in the house. And you're going, yep. uh-oh, is Timo getting a look up close? <laughs> or I, anyone, yeah. Yeah, I think he might. <laughs> so we move on to the Florida game. Florida, uh, oh, by the way, LeBanc scratched all week. <laughs> whatever yeah, just trade him at this point like i don't know where he's gonna go but like at this point like they just again like and i've mentioned this on after dark a lot and i think i mentioned this last sunday too like mm -hmm. as much as i feel for for this kevin levank situation like i do have questions because this is the third straight coach where he's found himself in the doghouse by this time this like by this time in the season yeah so, so maybe it's you. 
<laughs> yeah, like I like Kevin LeBanc. Don't get me wrong, but I, I I have questions at this point because again, you can oh well, you know Bob Bugner's like well, Peter DeBoer is an idiot too, but like you know is and I I'm not like a huge David Quinn guy, although I think David Quinn is trying to set things to move this franchise forward, um and. I think to varying results, but at the same time, like at this point, it's three different coaches. At some point you have to ask the question. Oh my Lord. So I don't know. Like I just, I, I, again, I think, is it dumb that they're not playing LeBanc? Yeah, I think so. I don't think that they have better players that they're currently playing instead, but you know, again, three coaches, three years, what's going on? Well, the other thing, I want to point out is the fact that Noah Gregor is daring Quinn to scratch him at this point. Like Gregor has made the most of this. It's like, but you can play both. Oh, of course. You don't have to play one or the other. That's the thing that drives me crazy about this, right? Because they can find a spot for, for, for Gadjevich and Isimon and all these other guys, but that's all they are. Absolutely. Right. And that's, I think that's the frustrating part. But it's just the fact that it's like you're throwing in LeBanc over Lindblom or I don't know, Spechnikov. Yeah. Know, it's, it just makes you wonder like, but what are you seeing from those guys that you're not getting from LeBanc? Right. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, again, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys in the lineup. I, I feel bad, but again, you know, but at, at the same time I say all that, again, you have to ask the question, what is going on here that is, you know, that's causing this issue? Because again, this is three coaches. <laughs> I'm saying it. Uh, so the Carlson, uh, Carlson versus Tampa, you just, uh, in on three of the four goals, he fed the game winner and you're like, Carlson, oh my God, just like continue to be you. And then we yeah. get to Florida. Yeah. Then yeah, not a good night. we get to Florida. And so for, you know, and I know there's a contingent of people that, that you know, look at me and go, AJ's just the biggest Carlson hater ever. And blah, blah, blah. No, I, I'm not. No, I hate guys that don't live up to the contracts. I don't care if the name is Carlson or not. And as far as I'm concerned, those first three years, Carlson didn't live up to it. This year has exceeded his contract now. Oh that, yeah. Like he's going to be a finalist for the Norris. Yeah. I, I think they should already etch his name on the trophy. Now that being said, dude had a horrific game against Florida. Yeah. The, yeah. The no, finals, it wasn't a good game. Dude, the final score was four one and Carlson could have had assists on all five goals. <laughs> it was horrible for Carlson. I think the other thing too with that Florida game, and I, I I did mention this in After Dark, is is I think that Florida did a good job of seeing that. Like I th- I feel like sometimes the Sharks kind of force plays to Carlson too, and I feel like Florida mm. did a good job. And then this is not trying to I'm not trying to like defend Eric Carlson here. This is just my view of the game, and I felt that the Sharks, especially when they were when the net was empty. Um, they were just really trying to force pucks to Carlson that just weren't there. Like there's plays that just weren't there that the sharks were trying to force. Yeah. But I mean, you had two empty netters and both of them were off. Like the first one was a giveaway from Carlson. The second one was him not being able to fucking pick up a, 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 what for most people is an easy pass with the blue line. Yeah. But I mean, again, they have guys coming at you like with the way that Florida's rushing them. Florida knew where the puck was going. 
to me, I know, like, that's, but that's, it's, that's an X's and O's issue just as much as it's uh, not a great play issue. But it's just, ugh. Yeah. Man, that was, you know, giving up two empty net shorties. Oh, yeah, yeah. But not to be outdone now in that game, like I can sit here and, and dump on Meyer or um, mm-hmm. uh, dump on Carlson, but Meyer posted a dash four in this game. <laughs> only, yeah. only one to be that bad. So, I mean, it was spread around a little bit, but. For all the people after Tampa, oh, where are the Carlson haters now? It's like, hey, where's the Carlson lovers after this game against Florida? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to say it one way, you better own yes. it the other way. And Carlson had a horrific fucking game yeah, it against wasn't, Florida. Yeah, it wasn't a great game. And I, 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 I did enjoy that, like, when he left, like, uh, the game was over. Oh, and, and he like, was, I was pissed. He was pissed. Well, he should Yeah, be, dude. Should have been pissed. Like, I'd be pissed off, too, man. And, like, with seconds left, he abandoned the team. No, he didn't. He <laughs> dude. The fucking sour he, 15 dude. seconds early. Get over it. I, dude, he bailed because he was disgusted. And I think for most of all, he's yeah. disgusted with himself, which <laughs> rightly so. Like, dude, you had 100%. a horrible game. Own it, and he did. So I give him all the credit in the world for that. He had a monster of a week. Yeah, you know Washington. I posted it after Barabanov scored earlier today against Washington, which was the second goal of the game. That Carlson was in on six of seven goals that had been scored that week up to that point. It's like that's a monster fucking week. Like yeah. I give him all the credit in the world. But I just didn't have a great game in Florida. Yeah, he had a horrific game in Florida. It's like I can call it both ways. And if you know, there's a lot of people that sit there. Oh, AJ, you're just an EK hater. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people I can sit there and go, you're just an EK fanboy or fangirl or whatever. You know, like like call it both ways. And dude, Carlson versus Tampa, fucking monster. Today, earlier against Washington, huge in that game. Yep. But you know what? Florida, he sucked ass. Not a good game. Yeah. So it is what it is. So yep. Washington earlier today, Kakinen gets what? Fourth straight start. Uh, again, I don't know what idiot decided a good idea to schedule a game on Super Bowl Sunday or podcast for that matter. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and I will tell you. So earlier today when the Sharks faced Washington, I felt mm-hmm. so bad for Arendelle because Rhymer's under the weather. I'm like, poor Dell. He gets called up yesterday. This poor son of a bitch has to fly commercial across the country mm-hmm. to essentially what? Go straight from the airport to the hotel, catch a sleep, get up early in the morning, and probably just going to sit on the bench for three hours, stare at other people play, and then get on the charter and come home. And I'm like, man, that's got to suck. But then Kakinen. <laughs> you know who was it mm-hmm. was it kuznetsov somebody kuznetsov yeah, yeah. I, I so i i only like i i have for this game i was at work and i didn't have time to watch when i got home so i i but i but i know some of the key points so i have i can speak to some of the i think the bigger talking points um yeah so the kuznetsov hit i don't like the, the i didn't like that um obviously like Kalkinen's in the blue paint he's entitled to the blue paint um and yeah but so, i felt like the you know the puck went in afterwards like at the it could have gone either way if you're gonna call a goalie interference, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I, I just. I don't like it. I think there's there's head contact there. I think like I. I know, it's it's dumb. Like I think it's hard because I'm a guy that also likes watching a good scrap, and obviously that's a lot of head contact that doesn't need to happen. Um, I wish the NHL would like be stricter on hits to the head. 
I, I don't know if I don't know mm-hmm. if you go World Juniors level for hits to the head. If anyone's familiar with the World Junior, like if you hit someone in the head, you're done. You're gone. Game over. To the to the locker room you go. Um, but I I don't know, man. Like I just feel like I don't know. I didn't like it. I thought that was it was head contact. I don't like the play. I think that mm-hmm. the league should look at. It. They probably won't, but I think they should. <laughs> well, the sharks are involved. They were not going to look at. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ruben. Coming in hot. Thank you for the donation, good sir. AJ's just the biggest Eric Carlson hater, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if he, if he paid money to say that, I mean, it's got to be true. Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a uh, it, 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 for the Washington game, look, the Barabanov scoring in his four straight. Oh, my God. I, I still want to know what the hell Toronto looked and said. No, he's not for us. <laughs> Just I don't even get it. But I felt like this one, it was the Sharks taking advantage of a Caps game that tried to blow their wad the day before in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, and again, like these early games, like it's hard to get up for, especially like when you're probably thinking of Super Bowl parties later on in the evening. Like, <laughs> it's kind well, of that last day of school feeling, right? <laughs> well, do. And I think uh, somebody from the Sharks, you know, I don't know if it was Han or whoever it was, somebody... Sharks approved account said like they were desperate to figure out a way like the Wi-Fi wasn't on the charter and they're like how the hell are these guys gonna watch the uh, Super Bowl on the way home and I'm like oh, no. really <laughs> like that's what you guys are concerned about okay that's fine I, I don't blame them it's a good game I missed a good game there <laughs> oh dude one of the best Super Bowls in like the last ten years to be honest with you <laughs> came down to the yeah. wire buddy so that's how everything shook out the like i said what do you think of the couture hit on kuznetsov or yeah um i don't know i mean there's a lot of it was like oh he he was answering you know for for the shot on Kapanen. sure i got that i, I don't know i would look at that i you know to me i look at it and i go the hit, well <laughs> yeah perhaps but it's just kind of like well maybe the hit was there and he took advantage it's I don't know. It's like if you're not going to call the you know the shot on Kapanen, then you don't call the shot on on Couture. You you know if, yeah. like, if you're an official, you sit there and go, "All right, response has happened, and we move on." I'm curious to see what the league like. I'm curious to see if either if either play gets a call because I think both of them like. There's definitely. I think you could make a case for both plays mm-hmm. to to get a call from the league, but spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Good luck if they're going to answer the phone. So let's move on to our heroes and zeros and for the week. I mean, obviously EK is the sexy pick because I mean, like I said earlier, (laughs) he was like in on all, but every goal, (laughs) it was a one goal. He wasn't a part of, uh, versus Tampa, uh, four goals scored. I think he scored the first one. Didn't have an assist on the second one, but assisted on the third and assisted on the overtime winner. Huge assist, of course, on the overtime winner. Like I said, Florida assisted on all five goals scored, whether it was Florida or San Jose. Today had a great game, key in putting the nail in the coffin. So, like, EK, I would say, yeah, that would be my hero for the week. But you know what? That pick is too sexy, so I'm going to go with Barabanov. 
Okay, I like it. Uh, my hero of the week. I'm going way off the board for my hero huge. of the week. Yeah, bring it. So my hero of the week is actually not even a shark. Oh, it's, uh... it's William Eklund is my hero of the week. William oh. Eklund. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eklund um, had a seven game point streak stopped um, in a game against Calgary and then turned around and had a two point uh, two goal game the, the night after um, and also has now quietly taken a tie in points total uh, lead on the team with uh, Egazino. Um, I, I think Bortolo gets a lot of the a lot of the pub and is justifiably so 19 goals on the season. Obviously, he's been a big uh, driver of goals. But I think William Eklund, after a slow start, has had a hell of a season for a first season in North America. That's fantastic. I love that. And to to go back to my my choice of Barabanov, the, the thing is, that dude's making, what is it, two two 2.25? Yeah. So, yeah. Or no, 2.5. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What do I got? Yeah, yeah, 2.5. 2.5, and he signed for one more year after this year. And th- you look at the, what is it, the, the the return on investment cards that the Athletic puts out, I think it's Dom and, and, and yeah. uh, what's the other guy's name, McIndoe or whatever. But those cards that they put out, Barabanov is playing like a $5.5 million player at 2.5. And it's uh, like if you were to take LeBanc and Barabanov and switch their contracts, I think everybody would be like, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yep. <laughs> so I'm done. That's that's, that's the problem with that. But that's the problem with a guy like um, with a guy like LeBanc, right? Because LeBanc is an elite. I think there's a lot of really good players making like around that five million mark. And I think that's with the cap being what it is. I, I think it makes players like that difficult to. To, to handle. Oh, I just, I just, I'm like, fucking Suomela. So it's like, like, I just look at what Barabanov has done for this club. And I'm yeah, like, how did Toronto like say, nope, nope, not for us. Sometimes change of scenery can do a guy, just a world of wonders, right? Like <laughs> Unless your name's is, Ryan Merkley. <laughs> Unless your name is Ryan Merkley. Uh, so far not going so well in Colorado. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, not not a, not a great start in Colorado for uh, Ryan Merkley. I think he, what he's played six games. He's minus six, one assist, and was a healthy scratch yesterday. So yeah, uh, not not a great uh, not a great start there for him. But yeah, I think like look at when you look at a guy like you know sometimes it's just whether it be systems or whatever. I think you know sometimes guys just do better in a different environment. And I think Barabanov got the opportunity. And I think that's the other thing too, right? It's about opportunity. And he wasn't going to get that opportunity in Toronto because obviously they have a lot of skilled players. So they probably look at a guy like Barabanov and be like, well, you're great, but you're not Mitch Marner. So I don't really have a spot for you. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like Barabanov has excelled. And, and, and this, I think, is something that we've talked about for years. It's like, yeah. oh, decent player does well when he gets decent line mates. Sure. You know, it's like, was Barabanov being buried on the fourth line with shitty line mates in Toronto or whatever, but all of a sudden he and he's gets... just, he's not the player to play that role either though. That's of course, thing, right? but you know, he, he gets the slot whether he's either on hurdle or Couture's wing, he's finding space. He's getting to the right spots. Uh, I don't know. Loves me some bear Barbie. Loves me yeah. some Barbie. Uh, zero of the week. Uh, I can almost make a case for, for Eric Carlson, to be honest, just based on that Florida game. 
That was a horrific goddamn game, but I'm not going to do it. No, because two, two, two games is better than one game. Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, Nico Sturm. Uh, dude, I love me some Nico, but I don't know, man. For for the guy who post game who would just deliver all the honesty in the world, sometimes there would be a few games where it's like he felt like it was the only guy that you, I don't know, just made a difference to you when you're watching the game. I haven't seen him the last couple games. Like, he, you know, I'm I'm not trying to shit on the guy, but it's like you're not making the difference that you were a month ago. Yeah. And uh, as we're known here for in the Pucknologist, when you get called out, when we throw the zero around your neck, all of a sudden you seem to do a lot better over the next week or so. so <laughs> Sturm, hanging that on you. Who's your zero for the week? Oof. Um, Mario. Yeah. You know, I, I can't. I, I can't push back on that, man. Yeah, it's like, I mean, there was a couple of plays, uh, there was a couple of goals that were that he was on the ice for that were pretty brutal. And I think he's just been like, I haven't had to do a Heroes and Zeros yet. And like, I'm just like, I think if there's a player that's disappointed me, I don't think there's a player on this team that's disappointed me more than Ferraro at this point, other than maybe Kokkinen. Yeah, it's... And you would think by this point, because I know at the beginning of the season, it was just very much just kind of like, well, you know, Burns is out of here and I feel like I need to try to pick up some of the offensive slack from him and blah, 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 blah. And you actually did worse the first 40 games, you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing. I, I know we like, I know we like to jump on Brent Burns a lot for his defensive. You oh, know, no, Burns to forward. Burns play. to forward. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, and I think Burns probably in hindsight got a lot of flack for Mario Ferraro's deficiencies to be completely honest. And I don't mind coming over here and saying, yeah, I got that one wrong. Sure. No, I'm good with that. All right. So let's get into some talking points for this week. Cause man, is there a lot of stuff to talk about? First off all-star game, baby. How'd EK do at the all-star game? Well, he was paired with McD and dry and what he had like uh, what, a goal and assist. No hits. Of course. No, there's no hitting in Niels. That, yeah. That's why three on three is like the perfect <laughs> format for the oh, it's great. game because it's it, you can play five on five, but none of those guys are going to hit. So three on three, like you can't bitch. It's a no hitting game. There's never hitting in three on three. <laughs> that's all it is. Right. So you're just looking for like, okay, who comes with the with the most creative goal? Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the Pacific Division out again in the first round. Uh, it feels like it's been that way for like the last five years. Uh, but at least they didn't schedule the Atlantic in the first game. Because that's smart. That, that, yeah, I was going to say that was the stupidest thing that I saw when Vegas hosted the All Star game. Mm -hmm. They're in the Pacific Division. They schedule the Pacific Division in the first group. Pacific Division gets bounced. Half the fucking arena leaves. Yep. And same thing happened when San Jose hosted it in 2019. So at least they were smart with that. That that needs to be the one takeaway that the NHL figures out. Whoever hosts. This all-star game. Do not that should be the put, main event. Yeah. Yeah. Don't put that division in the first game. You morons. But we're gonna get we're gonna get a little bit more into all-star in a minute. Uh mm -hmm. Sharks traded Magna to Seattle for a twenty twenty three fourth rounder. Uh that's market value, yay. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I think they sold high. Uh I think they sold they sold high and they were incredibly like Jacob a, Magna. Mean, Jacob Magna was a guy that wouldn't even gotten a trade for a pick like two years earlier. 
Bingo. Exactly. You you brought a guy up, you elevated a guy from that was the captain of your AHL team and and turned him into a third round pick. I mean, it's amazing. It's great. It's good. Or a fourth round pick. It's great. Yeah. So I'm so like you sold high. Like you sold high because um obviously, you know, this is a guy who is playing with had the benefit of playing beside a guy who's gonna win a Norris. And it's not Jacob Magna is not the reason Eric Carlson's great. Eric Carlson's great because Eric Carlson's great. Yeah. Who is it? So, um, I'm trying to remember. Who who did Seattle take in the expansion draft? Uh, they took Alexander True. That's who it was. And and who is now in the A and has been for quite Still some in the time. A. Yeah. 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 But I mean, again, like when you're taking 32 <laughs> guys, you're going to take, you're going to take, you know, a flyer on some guys that are just, you know, to either for depth positions or anything else, because obviously the NHL rosters, you well, know, 23 uh, men and you've uh, got to take 31. Well, and who was, who was the no name? 30 rather because they didn't take from Vegas. Yeah. But who, and who was the no name guy that the defenseman that Vegas took and then flipped like the next day to Montreal or whatever. Um, didn't they take Don DeMello? No, no, no. Who'd he was take? part of the Winnipeg deal. Mm, yeah. I'm trying to remember who they took. It, it Oh, I know I'm drawing, I'm drawing a complete no. blank, but yeah, they, 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 I remember Vegas. Like, yeah, they did. Yeah. The, all the defensemen. Yeah. They, the, they would, they took flip them for big picks. They, they took like the, the biggest no name from the sharks. And I'm like, that's who they took in the expansion. And then the next day they flipped it to like Montreal or whatever. Yeah. Look yeah. that shit up, but <laughs> I'm looking right now, but you know, um, either way, when they let go of Magna, I was just like, ah, fourth, you know, of course, every, Oh, Schlemko. That's what it is. Schlemko. That's right. David Schlemko. Yeah. So good Good looking at uh, Skyler. So yeah. And then they flipped him the next day. And again, mm-hmm. it's like, that's another guy. Well, you got some value out of nothing or you lost nothing. But Well, yeah. And that's that's the game. And and everybody goes, oh, well, a third would have been better. Well, yeah. A third would have been better when you deal for a fourth. And a fourth would have been better if you dealt for a fifth. So, I mean, it is what it is. I, they, they yeah. Get... I don't know. I think, look at like <laughs> You got market not... value. Right. I'm not going to sit here and, and like, you know, I'm not going to like give like Mike Greer super kudos for that trade, but I don't know how you can be ma- angry at it either. Like that's, this is not the hell yeah trade. We're well, all dude, we're for. Sharks fans. We can be mad at everything. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and immediately, as soon as I saw that that Magna trade came down, I mean, I think you probably were there with me. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, does that mean, you know, Shimmick's healthy or Kanijov's getting a call up? And yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. Yeah, hasn't happened. Uh, but of course, the problem is Seattle owns their pick and Colorado's fourth. And mm-hmm. so uh, the, the Sharks will officially get the lower of the two. And yeah, and, but again, that's fine, right? Like when people talk about a deep draft, they're not talking about the fourth round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, no. Uh, funny, funny, funny story. Yeah, when, when, about, when a deep draft is like, you know, to how far into the first and that you can get when before you stop getting like good play or you know more surefire stuff. Well, okay, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move into a little bit of all the reports, and I'm okay. I'm so fucking tired of talking about this, but here we are. Uh, let's start with Meyer. Evidently, there were some reports. The devils have told the sharks, okay, you do you when it comes to Meyer, but hit us up before you swipe right on Timo. Yeah. <laughs> or swipe I'm left or whatever it what is. The ask is if the sharks are talking to the devils, I'm curious what the ask is that the devils are balking at that. They're just not. How do you, 
Yeah, but how has the ask, do you, how do you think the ask has changed now that Tarasenko and Horvat have been dealt? I think it's still, I think it's just as much. Like, I think the Sharks. Really? You don't think there, there could be a little bit more demand? Oh, I mean, I guess they could try and put the screws to, to New Jersey a little bit more because, like, the players are running out. But at the end of the day, the Sharks don't have to trade Timo. Like, this isn't something they have to do. They could keep him. I feel you on that. Uh, you don't so... have to trade him. I, I mean, like, and I wouldn't even advocate for trading him. Yeah. But if you do, like, it has, like, this has to be the hell yeah moment. Like, you have to extract maximum value out of yeah absolutely because you're giving up you're giving up a guy who's young Mm -hmm. again having a you know having a big year this year and has had big years before it's not like this is like chemo's coming out party (laughs) yeah we know what we have here and he's done it for two straight years like you know there there was a season there where i think a lot of us were just kind of like okay you know is timo going to take that next step and last season he took it and then there was talk of well was last season an anomaly or is this what Timo is and I think if anything Timo has proven no that wasn't what I am I'm actually more than that yeah so hot damn they have to again they have to extract max value um i think the devils obviously look if i think it's smart for them to be like hey give us you know give us a chance to see if they but i i just wonder if they've overplayed their hand a little bit here do you think the the, the devils are you think the devils have come off a little too like take me back a little too desperate yeah, I wonder if they've overplayed their hand a little bit. And and that's good for Mike Greer. Like I again, that's good for Mike Greer. That that should give him the ability to get value for him, especially if you can come up with a really good trade to another team. And you can look, this is what this is what this team's gonna give me. Do you think you know, do you think the Sharks extract max value by holding on until the March third deadline, or do you think it is better for the Sharks to wait? Until the offseason. Oh, I think I think you're going to get more value for him now because there's a playoff run in there. Like if you're going to send him to a contender, obviously that's a, that's a playoff team looking for a player. I think if you wait until the draft, I think then you're getting a little more dicey because obviously that's the the, the ten million dollar qualifying offer comes into play. But okay, um, so if you can't. But let me ask you this though. Okay. If it gets to offseason though. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a case of the teams that are looking in. Maybe that pool expands because those teams, once the offseason hits, decide to make some moves and have more money to play with versus where they're kind of locked into what they have now. Yeah, but I mean, the the, the problem is now is that you don't have like you have to decide whether Timo Meyer is going to sign his qualify. Like right now, you can retain salary. If you're going to wait, if you're just going to trade him as a, a guy with no contractor, a guy who's due a qualifying offer, I think you don't have the ability to retain any money. So I think that weakens the Sharks position a little bit. Do you think he gets offer sheeted if it gets that far? No, no one's going to offer sheet him. I don't think so. Because again, like the offer sheet you would have to give him to to make him sign, like you're probably going to give up more draft capital than you would just making a trade. The compensation to the Sharks would be too high. Correct. All right. I'm just, man, I'm so interested to see how this all plays out yet. 
I'm totally fucking tired of talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I am too. Cause I, again, I don't think like I, I I'm actually kind of surprised we've had as much like big names moved around. Cause I didn't think we were going to get much like, obviously I think like Chicago is in a perfect position to make some moves because they can retain salary on both Taze and Kane and uh, you know, and still probably hit the floor easily. Um, are, are, Taze and Kane are they at the, the both of them are this is their final deal this right? is that the final on, year right yeah. so they can okay. they you can move them out retain a ton of salary um, and you know and it's not gonna hurt the, the Blackhawks any because again they, yeah, well, they have plenty nothing of to play space. for yeah. right they have nothing to play for plenty of cap space um, so you know you could I, I think you could see something happen there but I was I you know Tarasenko getting moved surprised me even though he asked for a trade, like it feels like seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, and then are you surprised that Kane and Taze hasn't been moved yet? Mm, maybe I, I mean, Kane, Kane's interesting because obviously like his hip is bugging him. So I think a lot of teams may be a little gun shy there. And I'm curious again, I think Chicago, again, you're going to retain a ton of cap. You're going to, you're going to want something for all that cap space that you're holding. Cause again, mm. they can just walk those guys to free agency. It doesn't matter. They don't have to, you know, I mean, I think they'd want to get value back for them, but I don't feel like they have to, you know, they've, they, they're, they're going to have a, a really good draft pick. They're, they should have a ton of draft capital at this point. Like I think they want, but I, I, I think they don't need to, I don't think there is hell bent on moving those guys. Like, I, I think they're going to, they're going to want to get a deal. They're not just going to get, I don't think they're going to let a team just kind of take them for a ride. What what what's your over under? Just personal feeling. If you had to, you know, like choose the over under, like fifty fifty or whatever. If you're mm -hmm. if you're a betting gentleman, are you going to say, you know, Mar come March fourth, are you taking your your thousand dollars and laying it on the line that says Timo is still in teal, or are you betting the opposite? <sighs> Oh, it's such a good question. Um, and it really depends on the answer to that question would depend on another player. Oh, what they get back. No, it's not even that. It, Cause if now, obviously without, I, I, to answer this question, we need to, we need to move on to the Eric Carlson. Trade <laughs> well, Can we do that and then come back? Can we circle back? I mean, sure. Okay. So, I mean, reports, Earlier this week, all of a sudden the Oilers have re-engaged on Carlson talk, and you know, I mean, Chief is on currently on pace. I mean, when he had, when there were two goals in the game earlier today against Washington, he had bumped it from one hundred eight to one ten, and then he got in on another one. So I think he's on pace for like one twelve or something like that. But either way, Carlson, I guess trade talks have heated up again. I just sit there and go, look. Mike Greer came out like a month or so ago and mm -hmm. said, yeah, we're, we're willing to eat up to 18%. I don't know a team that is going to is going to look at 18% and go, really? That's it. No, we're going to need more than that. So, right. And that's, that, that's the thing, right? Like if you, if it's, they're saying like, you, they're going to have to eat like four or 5 billion of that. And I think, and maybe see, that's and this is Greer trying to tell you that's the floor. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'd be curious because, again, like if you trade Eric Carlson, then trade Timo because with the amount of cap that you're going to eat in an Eric Carlson trade, like this team isn't going to be good. And you've basically got so much dead cap that you're you basically said this is going to be a four year, four or five year rebuild. Oh, I mean, and at that point, think, think about where time, think about where this Sharks team would be. Without Carlson and Timo. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, if yeah. you, but if you trade one, you have to, like, if you trade, like, if you trade Timo and keep Carlson, like, that's fine. But I feel like if you trade Carlson, then trade Timo because there's no point keeping him at this point. <laughs> of course. But of course, you know, the, on the other hand is that, you know, one is, you know, has full no move. The other one has no protection yep. whatsoever. Yeah, but obviously, if you look, if you trade, if you again, if you're trading both, like if you tell, if you go to Eric Carlson and be like, look, we're trading Timo and we want to <laughs> trade you too, like the writing's on the wall. You can go play with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisidel. Rumored, again, I, again, couldn't happen. Like, what would you do? <laughs> I'm or telling you. <laughs> you can play with Logan Couture. <laughs> Or you can play with Connor McDavid. <laughs> Connor McDavid and Land Rice Or you can play with what's left of Logan Couture and watch us waste Tomas Hurdle's best years. Oh, that's that's the that's the, really the kick in the balls, man. It's that deal that Hurdle got. Like, I get it. Like, I mean, it, there's a part of me that's like, I mean, you look at hurdles. Like, yeah, Chief mm-hmm. wants to win. I get that. Everyone wants to win. Of course. But I, th- you know, maybe it's just me. I, and, and I love me some Tommy. All the jerseys that I have, I guarantee you, more than anybody else, I have hurdle jerseys. I love Tomas Hurdle. But I got to tell you, man, this season, I don't know if it's because he signed his, you know, career ending big ass fatty contract or it's like I can have a whole bunch of kids and take care of my family for the rest of my life deal. I've, I don't know. I've been a few times watching games and I'm like, Tommy, what are you doing? Like give a little extra. What, what are you waiting on? Do it. And I I feel like Tommy signed that deal and he's just kind of like, yeah, I want to win, but you know what? You know, to, to 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 do to do a little uh, quickie hurdle impression. You know, oh yeah, uh, we need to get pucks deep or so whatever. But uh, you know, money more more important than anything. Help me take care of family, and I take care of all of everything. And so that's that's good. And and so whatever happened in San Jose, I love San Jose. They give me lots of money. <laughs> you know, like I just I feel me yeah uh... yeah like whereas I. feel feel like Carlson is very much just kind of like, you know what? I thought this had a chance to work. It, it has not get me the hell out of here and whatever. And, and again, like, and I, and I don't I, blame I them. The, no, I, I look at everyone wants to win and look at San Jose is not in a position to win. Like the, but who was, who was it for Colorado? Was it McKinnon with the, there was somebody that came yeah. out and said, I will take, I'll take less. Yeah. If, I'll take less. What did he take? <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, but then again, it was like um, it was like Jumbo back in whatever it was, like sixteen, seventeen, or whatever, where he wanted to try to keep Marlowe in mm-hmm. San Jose, and he was just like, 
you know, hey, I'll take less if that helps keep Patty here. And Patty was like, no, because San Jose isn't going to win anything while I'm here. So I want to get the fuck out. And then as soon as Marlo signed out, then Thornton said, oh, okay, then yeah, okay, fine. He's yeah, like, I'll take all the remaining money. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know. I mean, again, I think the Eric Carlson trade talk is is sillier than the, the Timo trade and talk. And that's what I, I don't get. I'm like, who is going to, who, first off, who has the room to take it? You know what I mean? Like, who has yeah. that cap space? Edmonton apparently feels like they do. Yeah, but what are the Sharks going to have to suck up on the reverse of that deal? You know, do they want to? Well, again, and that depends on what Mike Greer sees, right? Because, again, like, there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot, especially like the next two years, there's pretty good chunk of change of dead cap especially if you're gonna add four or five million to it that's what i'm saying it's like jones and burns are already like i mean <laughs> all right whatever anyway yeah. uh you okay so let's get back to uh okay so do <laughs> i think timo's gone Man, <laughs> there I he goes I, a, I wish i had an answer for this i i think if if someone's i i i want i'm gonna say yeah because you, i feel like you know, hold on what what are you saying yeah to timo is a shark gone. No, I gone. think he's gone. See, and that's I think the... he's gone. And I don't advocate for it. I'm this is not me saying I I want Timo gone. I think, you know, again, like you when you come out of these things, you kind of want guys that are still around. And I think depending on again how long this little experiment and rebuild's gonna be for the sharks, it, you know, that's the question. But I wonder if they look at Tomas Hurdle and have a little buyer's remorse. Oh, I would have. And, and, and again, and I say that being like San Jose's biggest hurdle fan and I'm, I'm right there with you, but I would not have given hurdle anything longer than six years. And I would have done that begrudgingly. Yeah. It's the NHL. I mean, if yeah, you of course, but it's, uh, we need to, we need to stop these eight by eight deals. But anyway, um, need the rest of the league to stop. The, yeah, of course. <laughs> but the, yeah, Timo it's God, I don't know. I don't know, you know, in, in jerk, of course, is a huge proposal. I mean, he's been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. He's mm-hmm. like, no, fuck you. Keep Timo. Because if you let him go, you're going to spend the next te- 10 seasons looking for the next Timo. And it's going to be hard to find. Yeah. But, but it, it depends it, again, how long is, but how long is this plan? That's the, that's the egg, thing I wish exactly. I and that's, you know, that's what you want to say to, to jerk is just like, that's great. You're, you you want to have that team of guy on your team, but if he's the only one, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's just, oh, man. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's funny because we can sit there and talk about when Doug Wilson took over the Sharks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go back to 04, 05 and that whole thing and, and then in getting Joe Thornton for for I mean Jesus Christ for Macaulay Stewart and who, who was the other one Stewart Primo I want to say Marco Sturm yes yeah Marco correct. Sturm and oh Wayne Primo that was yeah, okay Primo. okay I don't know how I <laughs> Alan Macaulay popped in my head but whatever no but, not Macaulay. <laughs> yeah no not Macaulay but yeah you know Primo, you, I mean Sturm you yeah. look at that deal and you go oh. That's a that's a fleecing 
Now, yeah. granted, out of those four names, Stewart is the only one to win a cup eventually with Detroit. But either way, you have that. Then you, you look at what Wilson gave up to get Dan Boyle. And you're like, fleeced. Another Doug Wilson fleece. He fleeced Tampa. Now, granted, the situation there was really fucking bad. Yeah, they had Dan to move Boyle him. was already on a rocket ship out of there. He couldn't yeah, wait to and, leave. And they told him, like, because originally he didn't even want to come. And they basically told him, like, well, you don't have a no move. You just have a no trade. So if you don't take this trade to San Jose, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put you on you waivers. Over. Yeah. And you're going to end up in Atlanta. Yeah. Your choice. So and it ended up working out great. (laughs) And you know, it's like boiled, you know, retired as a shark, even though he won a cup as a lightning player. So yeah, it's like he ended up loving it here, still lives Mm -hmm. here. Yep. Great. Um you look at the Brent Burns deal. (laughs) You know, it was a Devin Setaguchi coil and a pick that never ended up doing fuck all. And you know turned into a decent player for them though. I'm sorry? Charlie Coyle's turned into a decent player. No, Coyle has turned to, no, totally turned into to a decent player. Does he play for the Wild? No. No. <laughs> but it was the pick out of that. It was Setaguchi, Coyle, and a pick. And yep. that pick ended up being some guy, I don't know, like. Nothing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, like, I don't remember the name, but. Yeah, like Robbie notable. Thompson. He had like the whitest name ever. And, <laughs> you know, never end up doing anything. So it's like, so basically my point is, is. Doug Wilson won every blockbuster trade you can think of. Yeah, not so good on deadline trades, but yeah, the yeah the deadline deals that's that's another thing. But the point being is that Mike Greer is for whatever reason uh, that Doug Wilson decided to hand out all of these ridiculous contracts. Mike Greer is having to pay the price. Well, because the league, right? And I always, I always say this. Look at again, like I, and I'm not, I, I am not Doug Wilson's biggest fan, but I will say I was until that, about 2016. Yeah, <laughs> and then it kind of all just fell apart, right? But I yeah. mean, the, look at the Sharks had a good run. I know some people are gonna be like, oh, Ian, how'd they have a good run? They didn't win anything. Yeah, but like. Come on, lots dude, of teams they're competitive. Don't win dude, exactly. they went to they're the goddamn playoffs for like fourteen to fifteen years. They right. were pretty like, fucking competitive. There, there was, there was so many seasons and such a run of time where it was like, I'm not, you know, it wasn't like this season where it was like, God, I wonder we're gonna draft. Like, and <laughs> that's that's the conversation in, you know, in October before the season starts, where it's like, oh, we might win the cup <laughs> this year. Like, I, that's where I would rather be as a fan. This sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. And dude, <laughs> sleepy mofo. Coming in with the with the the Uno reverse, like the Sharks fleece Minnesota for Burns, and then it's yeah, and someone fleeced the Sharks to get Burns <laughs> to Carolina. Yeah, although I I do like I, I, I do like, like McInerney. I, I yeah. like McInerney, and I don't I I think that people just look at obviously the NHL roster and they look at obviously Stephen Lawrence and Stephen Lawrence. And is how much money did the Sharks get off their books? You know, right? Yeah, like they were never gonna get you know. Um, to, like it wasn't going to be the Barkley Goodrow deal. <laughs> correct, correct. Like it was. I'm not looking. And again, like it was. It was. It was an underwhelming trade. I'm not. I'm not disputing. But I think McAniemy was a nice get in that. Although, if he could stop a puck in a shootout, um, I would like him a little bit more. Right would now. be nice. Yeah. Uh. So look, we're we're just gonna have to sit here and and again. And I hate 
honestly, I, you know, you, you mention it once or twice, that's fine. But it's like, we've been talking about trading to you, Meyer, LeBanc, Reimer, yeah. Carlson for like a month and trade a half. Trade everyone. I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. I'm, I'm so fucking tired of it. Hashtag trade everyone. Uh, let, let's have some fun in like revisit some predictions. Oh, I and like the, this is fun because it was a lot of like, who's going to be the worst team and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so, and I, I, you know, I defer to the athletic. They, they have some people that know what the fuck they're talking about. And <laughs> who do you, who do you think was, I'll, I'll throw this to you, Ian, because you're mm -hmm. the only one I'm talking to. Uh, who do you think? <laughs> who do you think was listed as the team that was going to be the worst this season? Chicago. No way. No second. Oh, second worst. Who was getting yeah. worse? Montreal. Arizona. Arizona. Dude, yeah. Okay. Fair, Montre fair. Montreal and of course Columbus didn't even make the list. They had it where. Who will finish last place? 64% of the vote went to Arizona. 28 went to Chicago. Five went to Philadelphia. And two and a half mm. went to San Jose. So No, Anaheim neither. That's wild. Dude, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, all right. So, okay. That's, that's a little bit of a... Mm. And then dark horse to contend for the cup. You're going to love this. The dark horse, because obviously a lot of people have their, their beauty picks, you know, mm -hmm. obviously, obviously you're going to go with like the team who won it the year before. So of course, Colorado is going to get a vote and blah, blah, sure. blah. So uh, your who's your darkos? Cause I, I have six names that I think, and I think, <laughs> and I think three of them are going to make you laugh your fucking ass off. Vancouver. Uh, third on the list with 18% of yes. the vote. Yes. Um, who else were people really, really high on to start the year? The Blues? Not even close. Not even close, Not eh? Even close. Dark Horse. <coughs> Islanders? No. Nope. Oh, man, I'm not sure. All right, I'm, I'm so lucky I got the, the Canucks. Yeah, no, you're going to love this. Okay. So. 33% of the vote, mm -hmm. dark horse for a cup. And when I tell you this, you're going to be like, yeah, it makes sense. Dallas Stars. Okay, yeah. That and makes you sense. sit there and go, yeah. Yep. You're like, yep. no, it works. This is the yep. one that I feel I like when I hear it, I go, really? 20% New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I, go, I was so. At the beginning of the season, I'm like, mm, really? Year, I was so sour. Like, I remember when like everyone was putting out like their predictions for how the thing went, and they had like all these people had the Devils um, over the Rangers, and I'm like, you guys are smoking crap. Like, what the <laughs> what is going on with all these models? No, the models are great. I'm an idiot. All right, so Dallas Stars, thirty three percent. I told you twenty percent, right? Devils. Mm -hmm. Number three, the Vancouver Canucks. You got it, 18%. Okay. Number four at 15%, Ottawa Senators. Yeah, I think people thought Ottawa was going to make a little bit more move um, than they did. Well, and maybe, I mean, who was it? Uh, Just Norris out for mm -hmm. the season, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Ottawa's know. had some injury issues 
that have definitely um but yeah a lot of people are really excited about the senators the, i was one of them in the offseason yeah yeah i, I thought totally I, one of them i thought because again right like the hardest thing to do and this is what i always get nervous about for the sharks especially as this strikes into one two three years is like the hardest thing to do in hockey is to stop the rebuild hey now uh so one two three four fifth winnipeg yeah, the Jets, I could see that. But here's the one that are really going to bake your noodle. Dark horse to contend for the cup. Sixth on the list. Columbus, Seattle? Columbus no, Blue Jackets. Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Ah. Oof. Now, here's another one that's really good. First coach fired. Predictions at the beginning of the season. I dare you. I dare you. Get one of the first three right. I'm trying to remember who is... And I'll give you a squeezer. Oh my God. <laughs> Who's going to get fired at the start of the season? I'll give you a squeezer. Go ahead. Oh my God. Who's going to get fired? Who's number, number one vote? Sheldon Keefe. At 25%, Dave Haxtell in Seattle. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, number two, Smith in Ottawa, Ruff in New Jersey. Now, to be fair, Ruff got ripped that first month. Yeah, it was not Dude. looking good for him. <laughs> he was getting torched. And right. then, of course, nobody is is going to be uh, shocked by the fact that coming in fifth was Sheldon Keefe in Toronto. Yeah, and, I, I mean, that. I think he probably gets fifth every season in this, right? But whoever I mean, is coaching Toronto is going to get fifth, you know? If they don't win around this year, I don't know. Like, how do you how do you walk that back? <laughs> yeah. Now like, the, I think it's going to be a just a massive... Now, house. now here's here's a good playoff prediction. The West playoff field. Who do you think was the number one team picked in the Pacific? Edmonton. Nope. Calgary. Yep. There you go. Okay. And it was one of the Alberta yeah. teams. So Calgary, next one. Call it. So this is how they, you know, the quote unquote prognosticators that are paid to do this. Cal- they thought the West was going to finish Calgary, Colorado, Edmonton, Minnesota, St. Louis, Oof. L.A., Nashville, Vegas. <laughs> I don't know how you disrespect Dallas that hard, but whatever. Um... <laughs> but Seattle, second, only above San Jose. San Jose was predicted to finish last out of the entire West field i knew that people were sleeping on seattle i but even i like i i'm not sleeping on them this hard though like i even i didn't have them doing this well i i thought like the forward <laughs> group was gonna do fine for them and i think they've outscored a lot of their problems to be fair but um yeah i didn't but I but did you know it, ju- it just goes to point out that it's like a lot of the the I mean for the I mean let's be honest dude ninety nine percent of the preseason prediction but like dude the I've said this before when it comes to the predictions you, you're going to finish one of two ways you're either going to make five predictions and one of four will come correct and the one that you got it's going to be the one that everybody else and their mother went well yeah duh. And you're going to look like a total fucking moron that doesn't know anything. Or you're going to be on the other side of it where you hit four of five and you're going to sit there and, you know, break your arm, patting yourself on the back. And everybody's going to be like, look at this, you know, 
know-it-all motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's just you're not going to win. No. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I – I mean, I look at what I – thought that the Pacific was going to be before the season. Like I thought it was going to be Edmonton, Calgary, everyone else by a significant <laughs> yeah. margin. But you know um, what? The thing is, no one's paying you to write articles about it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And you get it right more than those guys do. <laughs> so this season. this season's been wild. Oh, wild as fuck. So during the break, uh, let's dive into something. <sighs> I really don't <laughs> want to talk about this, but I'll say it. During the break, uh, I guess I guess the Sharks la- launched something called SJ Sharks Gaming and set some sort of Guinness World Record for, I don't know, a longest amount of time that two guys never had sex or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, a, dude, I'm not a gamer, so somebody okay, needs yeah, to explain that. the allure to me. Like, for me, a gaming console, that, that was something you had in your house because the weather was shitty outside and you know, you couldn't go outside. I mean, I'm a California kid, so it's like, okay. Oh, it's raining or whatever. Like it it's, Oh, it, it, it used to back in the day. Okay. It used to rain. <laughs> uh, so it's like, you weren't going out on skateboard or skates or, you know, on a bike or you weren't diving into the pool or whatever. So it's like when it was suck ass outside, that's what the gaming system was for to busy your time. So I just, this, I don't know. I just think about, can you imagine how great of a guitar player you would be if you actually like took the time that you spent playing guitar hero and used that time practicing how to play an actual guitar? I mean, I get it. I have a hobby, which is doing this podcast, but I do this for two hours a week not like four hours a day. So you're going to have to okay. explain to me the. I, I have, I have questions. Okay. Is, is there a cloud outside that you feel the need to yell at right now? Is there anyone on your lawn? No, there, there isn't. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. Let me go check. <laughs> I don't see one. I, I, I don't know, man. Like I don't get the gaming thing, man. I just don't. I mean, look at, I look at, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty avid gamer. I, I look at, I enjoy it. Um, now, what are you playing though? To, what am I playing? Yeah, what are um, you playing? Like oh, Grand I mean, Theft Auto. What are you doing? Sure. Sometimes I, 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 right now I'm playing. I think I'm just replaying Mass Effect right now. The Mass Effect trilogy. Never heard um, of it. Don't know. But okay. Oh man, you don't, you don't know no, about the time no, James no, Shepard left no, the Sharks no, to no. stop the Reapers. And, you, and you know what? I never will. <laughs> sad. Sad. I don't know, man. Like it's just. It's just one of those things, but like I can also tell you, like I also play an instrument. I'm I'm okay at it. Um, I don't know, man. Like I think everything in moderation is good, and I don't really. I mean, look at there's especially like for, for no, that, it's... and I don't. I and, until you until I saw this in the notes, I I was completely oblivious to this whole thing, so I don't know what to tell you on this specifically. But I love um, the idea that you said everything in moderation is good. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm talking about them setting a record for like it, pl- them playing it for like 28 look, hours straight. Look at me. I mean. <laughs> Look, I mean, uh, some people, though, I mean, like some people like there there are streamers on Twitch that play games and they make and um, I don't more get money that. than I do. Dude, and, and that's the whole thing. That's the other thing I don't get. I'm like, how and maybe I'm just, you know, quote unquote, built different to <laughs> different era. I my my parents would mm-hmm. sit there when I was like nine or 10 years old and put. 
uh, you know, this is way back in the, yeah, I'm that old. This is way back in the day where we didn't have regional sports networks. Sure. It was, if, if there was a game, a baseball game on TV for the, like you, it was almost always like, this is a nationally televised game and it right. happened like once a week, maybe twice a week. But my post of, oh, the Giants are playing the Dodgers. And I'm like, I don't care because I want to play the game. I don't want to watch it. I'd rather go play baseball than watch baseball. So that's my whole thing with the gaming thing. And I'm like, I, you know, I'd much rather play guitar than play guitar hero. Yeah, I don't, I think, I think, but that's the thing. I, I just think it's like for, you know, and I think uh, AO is kind of hit this in the chat. I think he, I think he put it perfectly. Watching gamers is no different than watching sports. You watch the people better than you that play at a professional level. And, and like, and again, like there's people out here that, Oh, see now I can understand that because I have watched a bajillion YouTube videos of people playing guitar mm -hmm. and I look at what they're doing with their fingers and how they're attacking the fretboard. And sure. I go, Oh, okay. I need to adjust how I am playing for that. Yeah, so I think that I understand it, 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 that I get. It's just, it's, 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 it's a hobby, man. I think everyone has different hobbies and, different people enjoy different things. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I, I like to do a lot of different things, but I, I definitely do enjoy just kind of chilling out, you know, when there's not hockey or anything going on, I want to, you know, just kind of oh, yeah. off play a game. Yeah. I like it. I don't know. All right. Uh, six games until February 25th, Marlowe's Jersey retirement. Uh, for those of you who don't know, get there early bitches. <laughs> yeah i i think the game is listed to be what seven o'clock start or so 7 30 or whatever but because they're going to be so much going on uh it's actually going to start at like 5 30 which means the doors are going to open at like quarter to four so my point is block out the day people just yeah. block out the day get to the tank early park walk around the tank, go, you know, eat at places that are around and, you know, get there early, but get there early for the whole retirement thing. It is supposed to go off at five 30. And to be honest, uh, this is just me, you, and, uh, all the, you know, this is just you, me and the other girls in the house. But I'm telling you right now, it would not surprise me. I'm, I'm not saying I know anything. It would not surprise me if the Sharks try to work with the city to do a street rally early in the day, maybe one of those red carpet things, because we know the day before there's going to be a Legends game at TechCU where you're going to have the Ryan Close, the Danny Heatleys, the Dan Boyles, the, you know, all of those mm -hmm. people. It wouldn't surprise me if there's some sort of street rally red carpet thing. My point is... Uh, after, uh, I don't know, about one o'clock that day, just block it out. Go to SAP. Shit's going <laughs> to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, one of those things where it's like, I, you know, you envy not being local for, for something like that. Yeah. So that's all it is. Alex telling AJ, you're from the Atari area era, not area. Era, uh, us kids born from '89 to now have come leaps and bounds. '90s were golden, uh, dude. I played Nintendo. I played Super Mario. Fuck you. 
(laughs) (laughs) I think, I mean, but the point, I I think there's a point there, right? Like there's some, like I, I, some games now, like, um, like like some games now have storylines that are, well, storylines, rival movies, man. Like, like Red Dead Redemption two, for example, I think like that is storylines and visual elements. Yeah. Like, I no, I look at some of the video games today and like they have better production elements and, <laughs> and more visual elements than some movies. And so I yeah. get that part of it. Again, I just go back to the whole thing. It's like, I I'm, I'm glad that I came up in the era that I did where, you know, again, video games were something you did because it was too shitty to go outside. Cause I was a kid who grew up on skateboards, skate BMX bike. And so, yeah, either way, I'd, I'd rather try to figure out a new triad or a new scale on a guitar than sitting there with the, the and, and I will, and, and I will never forget, dude, the first, <laughs> I went over to a friend's house and hooked up there. My buddy, Tammy, she goes, uh, I, I just bought a new TV and I just bought the sound bar thing but I have no idea how to hook this shit up. You're, you're good at this. Would you mind coming over? We'll have a, you know, we'll, we'll split a bottle of wine and you'll help me hook this up. And I said, absolutely. Came over, set it all up for, we had a, you know, we shared a bottle of wine, had a couple, um, like pizza poppers or whatever the fuck it was. And then she goes, okay. So the thing that you hooked up for me is it's called this, you know, uh, the Wii, the Nintendo Wii. She goes, I got this because I see that like, there's a lot of, uh, exercise stuff. She goes, I want to do exercise shit in my house and blah, blah, blah. Sure. And they, they have a hula hoop thing and they got this weighted board and all the, all this shit that shit. I, okay. Great. Boxing was a fucking workout. Oh, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so she, but she got, she goes, I got this thing, this, uh, guitar hero. I think you will dig this cause you play guitar. And I went, okay, let's try it out. Let's try it. You know, and she starts me off with like, I, I don't know, like sweet child of mine from Guns N' Roses. Right. And I'm and the little things are coming down. And I'm going <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know how to play this in real life, and this is not it. And it's pissing me off. <laughs> you, know? you know what I will I, you know what I will tell you though? Like one thing that I do miss is like when we when rock band came out when you had like all the plastic instruments like mm. there were so many nights where a, me and a bunch of my friends just got absolutely loaded and just played you know so it was like I I miss that because that was that was so fun like again just oh the, dude again, there was like, some not a, not Wii game for instruments right but like but like but it was just like it was stupid fun just to get loaded and, and bang oh dude off. oh dude I, I remember we would used to um my buddies every football sunday you know like obviously out here on the pacific coast you know the first round of games happen at 10 the next ones happen at 1 1 30 and then you have that last game that starts at five and for the most part nobody gave a shit about you know it's, mm. it's oh it's the buccaneer versus the uh, you know uh, what's the Washington team? Redskins. You know Buccaneers. Nobody in the house gave a shit. So let's break out the Wii, yeah. and it would be the whole thing where you have oh, to yeah. try to balance yeah. on some stupid board, walking <laughs> over some of the. Yeah, and yeah. I'm telling you, we would laugh our asses off, and yeah, we'd had a lot to drink. So yeah, no, it's it's fun in that regard. That like something like that, playing in a group of people, 
absolutely funny as shit. Yeah, like just some, like some, playing some of those memories. Um, like I wouldn't trade that shit for anything. Well, yeah, there, no, it's there, it's there like playing. Video. Um, what what's the the thing where you um you have like an easel of a whiteboard and somebody like shows you something you have to try to draw it. Uh, like picto Pictionary. Uh, Pictionary. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We play shit. Yeah, that type of shit. Absolutely. But I'm talking about like the chief. You know, and I know a couple. I've got a couple friends mm-hmm. where it's like they'll sit there. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. And they'll spend like three, four fucking hours playing guitar band or whatever. And I told them, I go, you know, if you got, if you actually bought a guitar and spent the <laughs> same amount of time, you'd be a badass guitar player. And so, oh yeah, but, but there's nothing on screen. Ah, whatever. Let's move yeah. on. Move uh, on. Thoughts on the all-star weekend. And yeah, okay, we're a little late to the party. A lot of people talked about this. Uh, dude, whoever thought it was a good idea to stretch out the pre-recorded vents, they, they they should have to fucking have a hockey stick like jammed up their ass. Yeah, they botched the skills competition this year pretty oh, hard. To, the whole thing, it's like putting or recording the the golf thing with Jason Robertson, recording the, the dunk tank with everybody. Like... Both of those, I thought they were fun, but it's like, why are you showing me that where it's like, well, it was like Robertson and like three other guys, they all do their quote unquote tee off shot. And then they all do their shot towards the green. And then it's like, okay, and now we're going to move on to something else. And for those of you who gave a shit about the golf thing, We'll come back to that in two hours. We'll see you then. You know, yeah. like whoever made that shit disjointed should have a hockey stick rammed up their colon. <laughs> yeah, I look at um, the skills Total competition is the show. thing that I generally watch, like, and actually pay attention to. Uh, and I think they, I think they blew it this year. Oh, dude, um, even like fastest skater, like they did all, you know, like the four or five entrants, and then. They got it, and it's like, okay, here it's it's who was it? Like Fiala and McDavid or whoever it was. It's like mm-hmm. here's the two fastest, and then an hour and a half from now, we'll have them come back out and no, just fucking do it now. It's all set up. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just so stupid how disjointed that shit was. Not only that, and I think some of the events are just zany for the sake of zany. Like, they're just too zany, where you just, like, you didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm. <laughs> like, I watched the I watched the AHL skills competition, and I just was such a breath of fresh air. Like, just bang, bang, bang events. Like, obviously, the AHL, it's just streamed on AHL TV. There's no commercial breaks or anything else. They don't have to go to talking heads. and well, So, and obviously, I'm, they can do it a lot quicker. I'm, but I was just so – it was such a breath of fresh air just to watch, like, this is this event. Bang, bang, bang. This yeah. is this event. Bang, bang, bang. And they're not, like, dumb and zany. Dude, like, even just, the like, shootout. The shootout yeah. competition. You know, it was like, here's the quick shootout. And, oh, and it comes down to McDavid, Kadri, and and uh, what was the other guys? Uh, two other guys. Whatever. But they do it, and then they get it down to the final four guys, and it's like, okay, we'll continue this like two hours from now. And I'm like, fuck you, just get it done now. So, yeah, yeah the disjointedness of it was just an insane shit show. Vegas, way better, way yeah. better. Yeah. So anyway, it's like, and, and and the <laughs> game itself is the game itself. Like I don't care. Like yeah, I can give a shit about the game, but it, it was the idea of the skills competition, like. 
could you imagine like this is what popped into my head while i'm watching this shit and i'm like could you imagine if we did the podcast on a <laughs> sunday and we have three games to talk about and it was just kind of a okay so this week the sharks played tampa florida and washington in the tampa game carlson had three points as did meyer We'll come back to that and tell you what the final <laughs> score was, but now we're going to tell you. know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. my fucking God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idiots. Uh, the fa- Flyers last week, Philadelphia Flyers published a letter basically admitting the team sucks, signed by Tortorella, and basically said, hey, for the short team, we're going to suck, and it's because we're doing this for long-term success. Yep. Now, I appreciate their honesty, but... I like it coming from the coach, man. I like that too, and I think that's obviously done on purpose. Mm-hmm. Do, I mean, is it a good idea for teams to be this this honest? Do you think like that's going to have an Im- impact on season tickets over the next like two years? Oh fuck, man! Torts told me they're going to fucking suck. I'm going to get out yeah, of this. Yeah, I mean that's or the problem, right? Do you sit there and go, you know what? I fucking respect them for not trying to blow smoke. I think it's a little of both, right? I think, I think in a market like Philly, you can get away with something like that too. Like I think <laughs> that fans hate the answer everything. to that question depends on market. So I think in a market like Philly, I think they'll be fine. <laughs> Winnipeg, not so much. Love the Flyers. <laughs> um, you know, could you do that in Winnipeg, no. Columbus, Arizona? Like, I have questions. I think in a market like Philly, it'll be fine. Um, you know, and look at, and there's, you know, people in the chat are bringing up obviously other times that other teams have kind of come out and done this. The The key is actually getting your shit back on board, right? The Rangers did it and they got their shit back on yeah. board. And right? did it, did it relatively quickly. Correct. So, I mean, it's just, it's an issue like Philadelphia is a team that's been kind of mismanaged in my opinion for a while. So, I mean... I, li- I, I, I like that's the idea. Why it's the like, message yeah. had to come from Tortorella because I don't think if, if it came from the front <laughs> office, I don't think anyone's like you'd get a lot more middle fingers from people um, <laughs> at that front office group than you would from say a guy like Tortorella who has a little more I think cachet in that market. No, right I like I like it. Yeah, put Tort's name on it. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> I look at it. I, if I, if that came from Flyers, man, I'd be like, what's new? <laughs> you guys, uh, man, uh, Islanders Pride Night. Did not feature rainbow jerseys or tape. Yeah. I mean. Well, gosh, here's the okay. thing. Is Sarah. What's her name? Sarah Sivian? Sivian. Yeah, Sivian. I think. Uh, Twitter. Writer for yeah. the uh, Hurricanes. Yeah. Sarah Siv on <laughs> the mm-hmm. Twitter reported. Now, this is the thing that got me. She reported that the quote unquote hockey is for everyone initiative is now no longer mandated by the NHL, yet when she's pushed to get an answer on it, she can't get one. It makes me wonder, it's like, did the Provorov thing start something? Was this... I think some... so. Oh, man. Look at... Gosh. Well, oh, what are the mandates? Is... It's it's military, it's cancer. What's the other one? Sure. There's three, right? What's the other oh, one? I'm military cancer. Um, I think they said St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah, I think you're <laughs> right. I'm like, really? That's the yeah, fucking that's you're wagon you're going to hit your wagon to? 
Like, yeah, I'm like, that's the hell like, you're going to die on as fucking St. Patrick's like, Day? As much as, the, uh, <laughs> as, as much as the next person of, uh, <sighs> with any Irish heritage. But um, yeah, it's a weird one to me. No, I, this is so this is such a sticky subject, obviously. And I, it's it's hard, right? Because like, look, at the end of the day, people. The, the, to, to the audience, obviously, as I'm talking to you now, like we're two straight white guys. Last I checked. Last I checked, we're, we're two straight white guys, right? So I don't know what I can say that's really going to, you know, make, make <coughs> things like, I think it's disappointing. I think, look at, I think obviously if you're going to get into something like this and you're, and you're going to try and make a league wide, like, you know, trying to increase in- inclusivity to a game that look at is generally targeted white old guys like us um <laughs> but this doesn't make me like i don't i don't like this lack of you know i, I think if you're gonna have an initiative like that like everyone has to be on board yeah. or they don't now again to like i find this incredibly disappointing but like i'm not the voice on this that i feel like you should be listening to on this topic i think that there's better voices that can probably opine on this and give you a more um, you know, I think a more nuanced take, a more from the heart take, obviously people that are more affected by this. I, I find it disappointing though. Um, but I'm not really surprised because of how the rhetoric around the LGBT community has been really kind of put on the, the hot burner. Mm-hmm. And I don't, we don't like to get political on this channel, but I'm going to get political for a second. At the end of the day, this is my take and it's always been my take the the rational argument here is what two consenting adults do behind closed doors is none of my fucking business yeah like i, I don't understand is, how the gay couple two doors down from my house has any effect on me i don't get it and at the end of at, and at the end of the day and, and this is the problem right but see the problem is is that the groups that are super rallying hard they've lost the rational argument because most people think the same way i do so now they've moved the goalposts now you know, everyone's a pedophile. And if you, and if you were, if you're not against <laughs> a the case, then you're a groomer and you're, you're for pedophilia. And that's just, it's such a stupid <laughs> argument and it's such bullshit, but I can understand now again, hockey, look at hockey is a sport played predominantly by well-off white males mm-hmm. that come from and probably more by conservative them and owned by them and owned by them. Yeah. Exactly. That are going to, that are probably going to lean more to the right side of the political spectrum than the left. That's just reality. So I can, so I'm not, I'm disappointed that it's come to this point, but I'm not surprised because again, that's who these people are. And I, you know, and I don't have the answer there. Like I, I, it's, it's a hard thing to reconcile that because obviously I am more on the left side of the spectrum. And if you, if you want to be mad at that, go yell at me. I mean, at in blogs hockey on Twitter, you can tell me all your <laughs> stupid political takes that I don't care about, but I'm, you know, most like, I'm pretty sure all of us here at Tailtown USA lean to the left side of the political spectrum. Yeah, so I just, these are not the people that it's, it's hard to reconcile that with a sport that I love more than anything on this planet. Like this is, this is my one passion is, is hockey. And the fact that unfortunately, you know, it's not run by people that I agree with makes that really challenging. And I I I think it's something it's hard to reconcile. I, 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 I I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like love who you want to love. I don't care. It's a, it's a, 
But does again, it, that's the rational argument. They and they've lost that. That's why <laughs> everyone's a pedophile now. I'm like, no, it's like hockey should be for everyone. It's like gay, trans, straight. What if you want to play hockey? You're into hockey. Fuck yeah. Like like sit next to me at the bar. Let's talk hockey. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like I, I don't care who you're banging. Well, no, well like, we're here to talk about hockey. But I can't force everyone to have my views either, right? Like, and that's and that's that is the other side of the coin. Is like I can't force my views on anyone else. Like I and I would and I wouldn't want to. Like you have to make your own mind up about what you feel is right, wrong, and anything else. I just hope that when you do it, you do it with a with a rational thought. And so yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Like I I would love to hear again someone a voice who's more who's more affected by this than me, the straight white male who happens well, to dude, lean left on the here's spectrum. a great comment from alexander coming in on the chat says okay. as a gay man myself i truly couldn't okay. <laughs> i truly couldn't give a flying fuck if a player chooses not to celebrate pride hell i don't even celebrate pride too much yeah. woke shit i respect Provorov for what he did and i'm right i'm not dude I, I, alexander you've literally embodied where i'm at like i don't care like yeah, the the like I I, I dude, it, it's like the um, Colin Kaepernick, you know, it's, he took a knee for what the motherfucker got blackballed from football mm-hmm. for no reason, all because and the whole thing and and again, I don't want to turn this into a fucking Politico festival thing, but it's like he took a knee during mm-hmm. the anthem. He wasn't jumping up and down screaming from the mountaintops it was literally like oh the anthem was playing i'm gonna take a knee he was silent in what he did and who made all and he asked and he asked and he asked the soldier like what would be the best way to do this? and then that's what the shoulder yeah soldiers told him but the thing is it's like he literally did the thing that it was like the i I mean i don't want to marginalize what he did but it's like yeah. he did the thing that was literally the least offensive. It was like, oh, Anthem's playing. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to take a knee and be quiet because I'm trying to draw attention to right. Yeah, you know, and, the, and again, the like, ridiculous policing that people of color have to deal with. Yeah, and, I, and I'm like I said, fucking I'm sure my people lost their minds. Obnoxious. You know, and the same people that lost their minds said. Oh, uh, breaking into the Capitol? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You go do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. uh, I mean, we got to yeah, we we move on. Jesus fuck. Here. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to hear us uh, wax poetic about civil discourse, we'll be on Discord later. Uh, <laughs> the NHL TV national viewership was reportedly down 22% this season per findings from the uh, Sports Business Journal. Um how much of the schedules on ESPN Plus this year? About twenty-two percent. I don't know, dude. Make whatever, it whatever easier. Games it is, it's too easy. It's dude, too just make it easier to find games, not harder. It's like consider the fact, dude. I'm a huge Sharks fan. I don't pay for ESPN Plus, right? And yet I've still watched every fucking game. Now, do I fly that pirate flag with with pride? Yeah, because if you're gonna embrace this shit, you know, either. Do something collaborative with ESPN, like how they have Fox Business, CNBC, or whatever. There should be a like ESPN hockey channel that is hockey centric. You know, oh, dude, it would be fantastic. Like the NHL network version 
but it's on ESPN. Or you go with a service like AHL TV that operates where there are three different price points. You can pay a price that you can watch every game that is played on the AHL season. You can pay a price where you see all of just your team's games or and this is perfect for the season ticket holder, of course, you can pay a price that you just watch your team's away games. Like, make yeah. that make that available for the NHL. But the fact that they're sitting there going, oh, viewership is down 22%. Well, yeah, because it's on like 18 different channels now. Like, how the fuck do I watch a team? It's, oh, my God. You know, it's a, I bet the vast majority of hockey fans are, are like me. They're like they're going to make an effort to watch their team that they sure, root for. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, if I knew, like, this is the thing back in NBC. Like, they, I will say that NBC did a really good job that they had it at least instilled in my mind. Wednesday night rivalry night. Like every Wednesday, there are going to be two games. There was going to be a double header every Wednesday night. Fuck. Who is it? Oh, Boston and fucking Chicago game? Eh, fuck you. But, yeah, and like, you know, the, mean, the late game, it was like Vancouver, Dallas. Hell yeah, I'll watch that. Sure. I, I think, so there's a couple of things, right? Um, one, I agree. I think games are probably too difficult to find. Two, I think that the paid options are shittier than the pirate options, which is a problem in itself. Completely like, just agree. In, like, you can, I can watch a Sharks game on a pirate feed that's very very good the quality's fine um the quality's great and you know and i get to pick what feed i'm watching whereas on the service that i pay for i watch whatever feed they give me which generally isn't the sharks feed no people have heard me bitch about this for a long time but it has to be said right like it, the pirate option shouldn't be better than the options that i pay for and it so is and and again, you know, and obviously look at the regional blackout thing is obviously a huge issue as well. Um, me and Puck, I talked about this last week where oh. like a lot of teams, <laughs> right, <laughs> a lot of teams make a lot of their money off the regional broadcast deals. But I, you know, like he was saying again, I don't watch other sports, but he says like Major League Baseball's package, you just get all the games. Yeah. And there's no there's no blackouts. There's no nothing like isn't that better? Yeah. It's a hundred percent better. Yeah, I gotta fix that shit, man. Ryan in the chat. I'm half on board, half off. He says wokeness, digital board ads, lack of marketing big stars also contribute to declining rating. No, in wokeness, uh, you're fucked. Now, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna burn the chat to the ground. <laughs> now, now, when you say wokeness, this see, is that's the whole thing. Is wokeness like. is such a huge umbrella, you know, that it covers. So, you know, like there's, there's a whole squad of people on one side that it, they think it means this as the other squad. Like, is it like, I just feel like it's a catch all for, for politics that people don't like. Well, to me, it's like wokeness. I, I think, you know, it's, it's a shitty word that I look at. I go, you know what wokeness is to me? It's, it's the idea of being just, I don't want to say empathetic, but it's just like understanding nothing the, wrong with being empathetic yeah, i was gonna say it's like under like wokeness to me is it's it's not the idea of like oh i have to virtual signal everything i'm offended by everything no 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 to me wokeness is just like this idea of like can can i realize that i'm not the only one on this planet 
You know what I mean? Like, just yeah, I don't, don't know. Be, I, mean, I, I, I subscribe to the Ian Bloggs hockey way of life, which is don't be a dick. Yeah, just do you. I don't know. Like, and I think, look at, I, I am so, I spend so little time online now. And I, my, and, and the reason is so... why is because there's so many fucking douchebags that are virtue signaling, or it's the fact that it's like you say one thing that could be taking, you know, taken out of context. If they, they take you, you send out a tweet that has 18 words and they pick out five of them and they go, this guy's a racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, sure. Fuck, man. Just everybody needs to calm the fuck down a little bit. Like, like, yeah, man. This whole I just, thing I mean, of woke, not woke. It's just, it's just kind of like, can we just be like empathetic to our fellow man and just? That's it, right? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I always just try to treat people the way they treat me. Exactly. Right? Like that's 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 always been kind of my mo. I think if you if you've interacted with me on Twitter, I think you'll find you'll generally have a positive because I don't argue with people. I don't have the time. I do. I well, do, that too. I just I don't have the time to argue with people on Twitter. So like, if you ever come at me like a super like hot take that I'm just like, if I don't agree, I'm oh, not dude. gonna I'm not gonna go around in circles with you. That's the whole thing. It's the, there have been the people. Topic. Yeah, there have been people that come at me on Twitter. You know, they came up, you know, it's like, oh, uh, AJ, you, you know, you, you, uh, I don't know. You talked about how, you know, much Eric Carlson has sucked and look at how badass he's been this year. And I'm like, yeah, he's been great this year. And I've admitted that. Did he suck? Did he suck the previous three years? Yeah. Like two things can be true. I don't know, man. Like. The, the thing with Twitter too, right? Like, and again, this is, we need to fucking get away from this topic. But yeah. the, the one thing that I've always said, and this has kind of been my always philosophy for, for Twitter, and this is why I don't really talk politics on my timeline, and I try not to talk politics on this show. But do you ever remember the time on Twitter where you got into an argument with a conservative, because we're both liberal, um, and then at the end of the conversation that either you were a conservative or they were a liberal when it was over? No, me neither. So what's the fucking point? Yeah, you're, you're never going to change anybody's mind. It's, always instilled in them so it's like what and what's even, the fucking point this is well not, not only like, that but the, vote, the, when it's voting day <laughs> i go and vote for the party i think is the, the the way that the country should go and that's it man that's the end of the fucking day i don't have time but see that and, but see that's the thing is like myself you jerk or whatever we have open minds we're we're accepting of knowledge that's beyond our scope like there have oh, been yeah, times I'll, I'll, I'll hear you there, there like, have I been times hear you out there have been times where I reached out to you and jerk on a shared DM and mm-hmm. I went, Hey, I just saw something on hockey Twitter or whatever that saw that. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, you and I have been talking about something similar to this for a while. I thought that a equaled B and then either you or jerk would come back and go, well, a does equal B if C equals sure. D, but if C doesn't equal D, then a equals F. And I went, oh, okay, cool. See, I didn't know that. It yeah. versus the fact where I would read something like that. You know, there are the other people in the world that would read that, jump into our shared DMs and go, look at this slap dick who's, who thinks A <laughs> equals B. Who's this, you know, schmo? Doesn't he know that D equals Z? What? Who's this fucking guy? You know, yeah. and it's just like, no, I, I see certain things and I go, I, I don't know that this not to be true, but I know that you and Jerk know more than me about a lot of things on hockey. So I go, hey, I'm going to defer to the experts that I know and go, 
is this actually what this person is saying? And you will, you know, you will sit there and go, well, you know, they're 80% right. Like they got this part, sure. but they didn't take into context that this, this, this. And I go, hey, I, I didn't know that. Thank you. Like, right. I, and I think that's the thing is people are so steadfast in their beliefs now. Like I, I will hear you out, man. Like I'm not saying that if I hear you at all, I'm going to agree with you after, but I, I will listen. Yeah. I might not agree when it's over, but I'll, I'll listen. Like, and I just, I think the world could use more of that. Exactly. Um, Puck guy said he was told there'd be no math. Who? Puck guy. <laughs> guy. So anyway, uh, the other thing I want to do, can we go back to one through eight? If Please. you want to. I'm, I'm, I, I want to. I'm done fighting about it. The, 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 yeah. The, dude, man, manufacturing a rivalry just hasn't fucking worked. Over the last 10 years, has there been even one playoff rivalry that has come from this? No. I mean, it might save a little bit oh, on travel. Who gives a fuck? I don't know about that. I think, look at Give rival, me one. Playoffs Name me one. Born rivalries like. Name me one. I mean, Sharks Vegas. Who? Sharks Vegas. Oh, Give me a break. Nope, don't fucking give me a break. Go on. Dude, go on you are playing the Vegas fucking... Game. Give me a break. Dude, no, dude you're, that's a technicality. No, it's not a technicality. <laughs> no, because playoffs... when one through eight start, or before the, you know, before they diverted from one through eight, Vegas didn't exist. So give me, a, exactly, give me another exactly one. my point. My point give is that no matter, one. regardless of what the playoffs format is, <laughs> it's going to make rivalries. The playoffs are good because of the playoffs. Okay, give me one not in the Pacific Division. <laughs> well, here's and here's that the other didn't problem. Didn't exist before. Like, here's this. the problem with with that, right? Like what I consider a rivalry might not like another fan might be San Jose Vegas, whatever, right? Because they're it's it, rivalries are so subjective. They're subjective to your own. But the thing that gets me is the fact that you'll have two teams. Look hypothetically. You have two teams in number two and number three in the Atlantic that both have better records than number two and three in the Metro. Yeah. Look, and it's like, I, how I are the, one of these teams going to be out in the first round? I don't. Yeah. I, and I get that. Right. And that's the other argument for it is like some teams, like obviously like some players, like some, some people would be like, go to one through 16 Q style, baby. Oh, I, um, nah, that I don't care for, but I, <laughs> I, I think look at the playoffs are good because of the playoffs. I don't think the format matters. Like I think that again, rivalries are subjective. Some what, what's an important rivalry to me is going to differ from somebody who watches teams on the East coast. And I think that's just the, the reality of it. Like rivalries are harder to determine that if they're, if they're not like a long standing thing, if you're not in them, I get you, but I just, you know, it's like, I'm the old guy who re remembers the, the rivalries that the, the sharks had with Detroit and Colorado sure. and yeah. Dallas. And it's like, why? Because none because of those teams, teams were, are in the battles. division. <laughs> yeah. Correct. But again, and again, that's, but that's my point. St. Right? Louis the, the rivalries are going to happen regardless of what the format is. I think what the NHL was hoping for was that you know, when they went to the system that, you know, all the Canadian teams wouldn't start sucking all at once because that's what they, that's what they wanted. They wanted the battle of Ontario. They wanted the battle of Alberta. We only got one of those. You know what I mean? Like that's what they were looking for. Well, they you want the Italy, Pittsburgh, you want more viewership. Correct. Does, does the NHL need to work better at staggering their scheduling? Because it's yes. like, you know, it's like, too many weeks. We've, it's like there's two games on Monday. There's twelve on Thursday. Then three on Wednesday, and then ten on Thursday, and then there's eighteen on Saturday. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know it's dumb. I mean, 
you shouldn't the one thing that you know like again i have the the nhl package on the internet and the one thing nice that's super package. annoying is <laughs> you know oh this game's intermission let's go to this game intermission this game intermission yeah. this Dude, game intermission sucks ass right like it's just like i understand you don't want to go like super stagger remote so like you're starting games at like too early, obviously. Like you still want to make it till it's in. Prime nah, time fuck it. Started but, early, but dude. When it was bubble hockey, bit. when games were starting at like eleven o'clock Pacific on a Monday, dude, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, I, I think like if again, like to me, I don't really care what the playoff format is because the playoffs are good because they're the playoffs, and that's always going to be my take. Like I've I haven't enjoyed the playoffs less now than I had when it was quote-unquote one through eight even oh, though it wasn't point. yeah fair point now what what about moving to a weighted schedule because there's been a lot of talk over like the last couple of weeks it's you know jimmying the schedule a little bit so you you essentially have three options you mm-hmm. you stay with what you have which is you know what is it it's it's two against the eastern conference three staggered mm-hmm. against the you know Western Conference, but outside of your division, then you have staggered five to four, whatever staggered in division. What if? What What do you think is the better play? You. Keep, I think if you, you want to wait the schedule, you make more divisions. You add another two divisions. No. Okay. Well, that's that's not on my list here. So, I know. I'm, that's so, it, okay, but, but no, no, no. But that no, is no. Game. You're playing my game. I'm not playing yours. Okay. <laughs> so, we go to playing everyone outside of the division. So everybody in the Eastern Conference twice. Okay. So 48 times. Yay. Sure. Right. Then you play everyone in your division five times. 48, 35. That equals 83. So it adds one game. And when you play everybody in your division, it's five games. So that's like there's going to be a winner. Right. Mm. Or, and so it adds one game or you decrease just one game and you get crazy and you say, okay, we're the Pacific division team. We're going to play at the Atlantic one time. We're going to host the Metro one time. Right. So right Mm. there, that's 16 games. Then you play twice within your conference outside of your division. And then the remaining, which would be seven times, you faced Pacific Division. So that's 81 total. Now, a lot of people are going to go, Jesus, fuck. You know, like, I don't want to wait for Toronto every other year. Yeah, that's... That's my that's, immediate objection. That and that I get that. It's like the NHL does such a shit job of marking its stars, not having them show up in your building every year. Like there was a stretch where it didn't happen. Where like I don't. Oh, think, dude, the the Sharks didn't like host Toronto for like five years. Right, and I think like you know like at the time Sidney Crosby is the best player in the league, and he doesn't show up in Arizona and market struggling, and you don't send your best player there. Garbage. Okay, so in my opinion, you so you're you're much more much more for the first version. Yeah, you you have to send you have to send everybody to everybody everyone else's has to play barn. Everyone in everyone else's barn. Okay, now, but my only thing is that I would say if if it's a case of you play, you know, at 
one Eastern division. You know, you say this year, okay, it's an odd year. We're okay. going to play at the Atlantic, host the Metro. The year after, we'll play at the Metro, host the Atlantic, and then, you know, uh, yeah, I don't like home it. home and away in conference outside of the division, and then seven times the division. The only thing that it, I feel could be cool about that, if if you're going to increase the amount of games that are in division where you're playing like seven times within your division, I think it could be cool if they take a page out of baseball and say, you know, and out of the bubble hockey season and say, you know what, here's this week. And you and you stretch it out, you know, you mm-hmm. you do this in October, November, and say it's the last week of October, the Sharks fly down to LA on Monday and they play the Kings on Tuesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Saturday, and then fly back. You know, like it's a series. And then in in that the I end think of is more March, like that I that I would be interested to see how that works because again, like the more teams play together in succession, like some of those games would be just ugly by the by game three. Some Dude, I would love that. That's back. what I'm saying. That's like like that's what I think would be cool. It's like, and then at the end of you know March, L.A. comes up. You know, it's it's because th- it's going to be seven games, so it's going to be an odd series. So somebody wins it, and mm-hmm. so every year. You know, it's like this year is an odd year. So San Jose plays their three games. LA plays up here four games and the next year it's flips. But how cool would it be where LA, the, you know, the Kings come up to San Jose, play here Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Like that, you could promote the fuck out of that. You know, making it a series similar to baseball. Like, that's the only way that I would get behind the idea of upping the Pacific, right? You know, the in division rivalries while taking away the Eastern ones, where, like I said, it's like, okay, we're at the Atlantic this year, we host the Metro, and the next year we, you know, host the Atlantic and go to the Metro. But anyway, I, I do think that would be fun. I still think, even if it's just five games. How many times do do the do the Sharks play? You know, Vegas or LA. It's like what four times for a couple games, and then three times for others. Like no, what you should have to play everybody in your own division five times. So that way you can first off say here's the series, and you can win the series. It can't be an even number, but it's that idea of like how great would it be that the end of October you host the Kings three games and four nights or whatever. And then you go to LA at the end of February or whatever and play two or three games down there. I think that would be great. But anyway, yeah, I, yeah. I, like I said, I like the serious thing. Like I said, the only thing where you, you'll always lose me at player does not come to arena every year. Yeah. And, and I get that. Uh, the other thing is, um, yeah, the NHL do better at marketing your stars and fun stories. And the reason why well, I say this, you know this, what? Here, here's the problem, right? It's partially that they can't market their stars, but as we've seen at the All Star Game, they'll have the personality of cardboard. So that's part. They, the players have to do a better job of marketing <laughs> I don't themselves think, being like super cringy. I, I don't think they have the personality of cardboard. I think they've some been of them conditioned. <laughs> I mean, a couple of them, yeah, but I think a lot of them they've been conditioned. 
that as soon as they see a light in a microphone yeah. or you're, a camera, you're you're yeah, wrong. they they just go, uh huh, yeah, but you know, and then as soon as it all goes away, they can be really great, you know. So they got to do better at marketing and letting their personalities have personality. There was a Make a Wish girl that did a thing with the Golden Knights a couple of weeks ago. I found okay. about it, found out about it from an Instagram account that somebody posted from a post from a TikTok. And <laughs> the, the, the social media, like, yeah, the social yeah, media. Yeah, like it, it went from this guy to this guy. And, what the, and I'm like, and I watched it, and you see this little girl who I don't know is maybe seven, eight years old. I don't know what her make a wish thing is. Uh, that always makes me sad when it's children, though. Oh, of course. But this this little girl just like turns around, she's she's fully stacked. Pads, jersey, gloves, stick, nice. ready to rock. And I don't know who she was looking at, but she just like eyeballed somebody. She threw her gloves down, skated up on them, and is like, "I'm gonna fucking beat the crap out of you," you know. <laughs> That's fine, and, yeah. and you know, and the and the credit the Golden Knight player just like comes in and she just like you know beans him a couple times. He takes it and he just falls over, and it's in and, and the best thing is after he falls over. She like gives him a pat on the chest and skated straight to the penalty box. The yeah. one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, "How am I hearing this story like second or third hand? Like <laughs> fourth the, hand from like yeah, posted on Instagram exactly." From from, but but Provorov <laughs> doesn't you know doesn't wear a jersey, and my fucking Twitter is blowing up. Like, yeah, you know, like fucking figure this shit out. Like, and what happened to that? Wasn't there like some kid who was supposed to be like some social media, TikTok, whatever influencer that was supposed to like make hockey cool for all the cool kids? And um, like, dude, I don't know. I'm dude, on TikTok. Like, he did so fucking disappeared. Yeah, probably. It's the NHL. <laughs> whatever. Um, all right. We got to get the fuck out of here, man. Let's move we on to, to that other goddamn long. team. Oh yo yo, the Cuda suck. That's <laughs> been not good. Yeah, it's 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 not been a it's not been a good uh, week for the Barracuda. It was um, 04 or oh three and one. Yeah. Um, Dude, let me okay. let me do my spiel. You can jump in. Okay. All right. Two back to back three two losses to Abbotsford. Dell gets his first assist of the season. Man would stop thirty of thirty three in his start. Meanwhile, uh, Pouliot gets an, a, a goal and an assist, whatever. Either way, back-to-back 3-2 losses. Then Wranglers, 4-1 loss. Oh, Lord. Calgary scored four straight, and then Bortolo went, wait, I can score? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Eklund has two goals. Bortolo and Cout pick up two assists and a 5-4 shootout loss. Uh, dude, dude, this is a team that is struggling <laughs> to to try to keep a you know like holding knuckles grab to the playoff window and dude they, they their nails got ripped out this week dude four straight losses yeah not look at um they need points now right like i thought they played really well against 
<laughs> Which Calgary, time? The last game. <laughs> the, the game last the, the like the last game they played against Calgary, I thought they played pretty good. Um, you know, obviously William Eklund kind of came alive again and that's what you needed. Um, I, I really enjoyed it, man. Like the, the, the second period is kind of an angry, but that third period and like into overtime, like I was super into that game. Um, McInerney, unfortunately continues to struggle in the shootout. He has not been good in the shootout at all. Um, definitely a big weakness in his game to the point where like, if dude, I'm he, he needs John to practice McCarthy, with Bortolo, dude. With, if, if I'm John <laughs> McCarthy at this point, I don't care if the goalie is cold. I might make the trade to, I might make the change to change the goalie in the shootout. I'd be like, yeah, Mackie, yeah, I know you got us here, but like we need throw to throw in man. Yeah. Throw in man, throw in Dell, whoever's uh-huh. backing up that day. Like, so that's what I would do to this point. Um, the Barracuda continue to be their own worst enemy because this is a team that doesn't defend particularly well. It doesn't score a whole lot of goals and they take a lot of really stupid penalties. Wow. You know, and that it's just and it just doesn't end. And I know um, Liz Child had uh, a, a thing with um, about John McCarthy talking about the, the penalties and like he identified all the issues like like the dumb penalties. But then he kind of just like, well, you know, it's on the players to kind of figure it out. Like, you know, I I can't do anything about it. No, you, you control the ice time. Like yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, takes I'm a stupid penalty after you score a goal, killing any momentum you've gained. Maybe sit him on the like the Barracuda have a plethora of forwards that they can skate. Maybe Jeff Biel doesn't play the next game, right? Yeah, like, I'm, 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 I'm not on the the McCarthy bandwagon. No, um, I mean, there's, I have more issues with McCarthy than that. I think he has not really <laughs> more used issues his... than Playboy magazine. Dude. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that he hasn't really used. Sometimes I, I find like there's times where I'm like, why are you not calling a timeout? Like, where's the timeout? Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Look at. I mean. Look at hey, the Barracuda now, keep, dude. Keep. Keep. Keep rallying, baby. I gotta take a leak. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um. The Barracuda now. Obviously, look at the big problem for the Barracuda right now is again. This is a team that's trying to make the playoffs, and you have a team that's ahead of you in the Bakersfield Condors that are ahead of you by two points. They also have two games in hand. Like the Barracuda need to stop throwing points away. Um. It's not there's enough games left that you know anything can happen and i'm not counting the barracuda out at this point but like something has to start going right for them because um you know not only are they two points behind the condors there's a team in henderson that has played one game you know that that's played one game less than um Sorry, that that has played one more game, but you know they're they're also catching up. They have thirty seven points, so the Barracuda need to start getting some wins uh, in the win column because they have you know the Barracuda have twenty five games left. Like it's not it's not the end, but the end could come very quickly if they cannot get out of this tailspin that they are currently in. Um, and look at the schedule, the remaining schedule for the Barracuda isn't exactly, uh, super good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, there's, there's not a lot of, um, soft opponents in there for the Barracuda. They play the rain. The rain are still pretty good. Abbotsford's generally had their way with them. Then it's the rain again. Then it's Coachella, the rain Coachella, like, and then you finally, oh, dude, Coachella like, has owned the Cuda this season. Coachella's owned a lot of teams, so it's not like yeah. the, the Barracuda are alone. Um, you know, and then they have a couple of games coming up in early March against the Condors, which are obviously going to be incredibly um big games for them. But um <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. Okay, let me ask. 
Let me ask you this. The, it, it felt like for quite a while, a lot of Sharks fans went, oh, this team, you know, Lindblom sucks or Gregor mm-hmm. sucks or LeBanc sucks or whoever. Why are we not calling up Bartolo or Eklund or Gushkin or Agazine or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. but like pick a name out of a hat. It's, and, and it felt like it's been, well, the excuse is, you know, we, we want them to somehow be be used to winning <laughs> but we want them to you know come up with their own identity and blah 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 at this point the cuda are outside of the window really shitty week the sharks to their credit one two of three but it just instead of this whole thing of like well let's let's you know let's try to focus and get the Barracuda on the winning track to getting a playoff spot. At some point, it's we're going to get to it. And like you were talking about it earlier, it's just like mm. the, the schedule for the Cuda is not doing them any favors. No, when do you it's... think we get to the point where they finally went, uh, you know what, Sharks and the Cuda, nobody's making the fucking playoffs this year. You know what, let's get a couple of these players some time with the big club for experience. I mean, that's all well and good. I mean, I think if you if the Sharks can move a bunch of bodies at the traded line, like then it's going to necessitate calling guys up, obviously. But I, I still wonder who they're going to call up because like. Well, Eklund and Borlo have season, already been there. I'm kind of like, you know what? Get Gushkin and Robbins up there for a couple. Fuck it. I wouldn't do that. I think, <laughs> look at um, I like Daniel Gushkin. I like Tristan Robbins, but like they they've kind of you know they've they've hit the they've hit the rookie wall a little bit think i think they're oh, really? like gushkin was good the last game but i mean tristan robbins scored for the first time in i think 16 games last night um like if but you, i've heard if a lot of good talk oh, about I, robbins you know it's I, like he's like not getting tristan on the robbins. board but he's doing all the right things yeah i like i look at i like tristan robbins when he's i think when he draws into the lineup is really good I just, but at the end of the day, like, I just, you know, with the way that the Sharks have done call-ups, like, you know, is it a guy like Egazina that gets the call? Who's not the future? He's he's a veteran guy down there, right? Yeah. I do I do um, like the fact that, that Jerk has slid into the chat going, you guys are still on? <laughs> like, the, the guy that is, okay, I'm not even going to go there. Go ahead. <laughs> you want to jump in, Jerk? Text me, fuckface. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, Give look, your balls I, a tug. I, I want them to, um, I don't know. Like I, well, I think some of these guys are going to come up, but I mean, again, like you have to make room for these guys to come up. Cause obviously you have to either send guys down or, yeah. you know, you have to have the room. And I just, and every time the sharks have to call up a guy, like it's been CJC's and I like CJC's, but like, again, if, if you think CJC's and Nick Seachuk are the future of this team, <laughs> I, I have, I have bridges to sell you. Yes. In a big way. So, two straight against the Canucks. Cuda can't hold multiple leads versus Abbotsford. Can, uh, the Cuda now 18, 25, and 4. Again, eighth place in the division outside yeah, and looking And they are in. the lowest scoring team in the AHL as well. Oh, God. Kicking the balls. Yeah. It's, so. it's, it's, it's been rough, right? But I think, look at if you're looking for positives, like I said, William Eklund has super come on i think he's been he's playing his best hockey that i've seen him play in north america thomas bortolo is thomas bortolo i think he's he he's gonna be a guy who i think the sharks are gonna have on the team at who, some point who do you, who do you think is more up. meaningful over the next five years for the sharks bortolo or eklund 
Eklund. The ta- like Eklund is really? just the more talent. I Bortolo might score more goals, but I think Eklund is like Eklund better all is around the, guy. The better all around player. Yeah. Yeah. All William right. Eklund is who I think we all thought William Eklund was when he was drafted. I think he's he's playing his best hockey he's played in North America. I think that um I oh, think so all said and done. Uh, Eklund is meeting expectations, Bordelow's exceeding. Probably a little bit. I mean, considering right. where again, right? Like Bordelow's second round pick, I think a late second round pick. Eklund's a seventh, right? So Oh, okay. I feel you on that. Oh my lord. Oh, we are going so late. Ah, <laughs> uh, so let's move into uh, the the tweet of the week. Okay, and this this is gonna be this is a good one. This is gonna hurt my and, head. No, it's not gonna hurt your head, but I'm just you know, hey, I, Ian, you you have uh, no. We're, we're not gonna di- like we're not gonna dive back into politics again. No, 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 no. But you yeah, you okay. have no idea how much I appreciate you being there, being in here for the jerk man. But I know jerk man probably would have embraced this a little bit more. But our buddy Kevin Kurz with the best autocorrect ever. Kevin Kurz tweeted out, along with his goal and two shots, Borat is 9-12 in the face-off circle tonight. 9 for 12 in the... Borat. Not Bo Horvat. Borat. And of course, our buddy Kevin Kurz was just plowed. With tweets of gifts and videos. Of, very oh, I, nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like that that might be the best autocorrect I've ever seen. Like this is awesome. Now, the other thing that happened this week, uh, I, I don't watch soccer, but I've heard LeBron James did something cool this week. Evidently, he took over some sort of scoring thing or whatever. And again, I could give two shits about basketball or lacrosse or soccer. I, I actually care more about lacrosse and soccer than I care about basketball. Okay. I don't care. Could give a fuck. But that being said, this is the best acceptance speech ever. And I don't care if it's the Emmys, the Grammys, the NHL awards, NFL. I don't care what award show it is. This from LeBron James needs to be the acceptance speech for every single award ever going forward. All right. Hit me. Fuck, man. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's right. Just fuck, man. Thank you, guys. That's all. You know what? Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Fuck, man. Thank you, guys. There you go. That's it. That's all I want to hear. Just like, I don't want to hear like, I, you know, I need to thank my agent. I need to pay. Th- no, no, no. Just fuck, man. Thank you, guys. That's all I want to hear. You're on and off the stage in five seconds. Best ever. Without a That's, fucking doubt. That is, that is the kind of acceptance speech that I would, I would get. <laughs> Dude, sure. everybody would just be like, hell yeah. Like, you would get a standing O. Everybody would get a standing go if that probably was probably find accepted. a way to wedge the F word in there a couple more times, but you know, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude, fuck man. Thank you, fucking guys. <laughs> yeah, like, that's all you needed to do. <laughs> fuck amazing. Yeah. This I, award I, is fucking amazing. Fuck man. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the, the the sharks begin a stretch of playing eight of the next nine at SAP this week. 
Uh, the Sharks are going to host the Penguins on SAP or at SAP on VD Day. Okay. VD, everybody going to contract? No, Valentine's Day. There you go. Uh, after beating them two weeks ago at the Igloo, six to four, if you didn't remember, then it's over to Vegas. The Sharks right now, one and one versus the Golden Knights. This is going to be the third of four games this season. Last time in Vegas, you might remember the Sharks scored four straight in the third for a 5-2 win. So that could be an interesting game. Remember, uh, Stone is, what, LTIR at this point? And nobody... They haven't LTIR'd him yet, but yeah, they couldn't. Then and then... Well, not only that, and it feels like nobody even can like pick Jack Eichel out of a lineup over the last month. So that could yeah, be an interesting without game. Without Stone, it's been interesting, yeah. Yeah. So And then uh, the Sharks are back home. Against the Sabres, who beat them in Buffalo six to three. Sabres are one and four in their last five trips to SAP. So could be a fun week next time. Uh remember to check out our post-game cast every game. Yeah, we even did one today too. Uh it was on before this. So (laughs) no. So they tell me I was in (laughs) Landy and Dana talked about the uh Caps Sharks game earlier today, but yeah. Check it out this week. Uh, it's it's going to be some sort of combination. Puck guy, Ian, Landy, Dana, Mark. Who knows? Who On knows? Twitter, you can follow him at Ian Bloggs Sharks. You can follow me at hockey. AJ. Oh, Ian Bloggs. I'm sorry. At Ian Bloggs Hockey. Unless you have boneheaded political tape. I don't, I don't care. Don't, don't <laughs> beat that at me. Hit me up, AJ <laughs> underscore strong. You can subscribe to us on youtube of course you're right here with us so you know how that works leave your take in the comment section of this video if you weren't here with us live and you can find links to all of our social media all that stuff it's always in the description whether you need a podcast app or whatever it's in there you can get everything at tealtownusa.com and hey if you want to know the party really is hit up hockey underscore jerk on twitter for the discord invite so with that, uh, Ian, I mean, uh, what do we got here? Let, let's take a look. Let's see. So Pittsburgh on Tuesday at Vegas Thursday, Buffalo Saturday. So three games this week, Pittsburgh at Vegas, Buffalo. Um, what's your pick? I mean, you know, they, they beat Pittsburgh six to four, you know, a couple weeks ago. They, they're going to be pissed off. Vegas, we're not sure what the hell's up with them. And and Buffalo's kind of in that same boat where you never know what you're going to get. They're like the fucking Forrest Gump of hockey teams. So how do you think yeah, the Sharks roll with three games? 1-1-1, um, one, 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 maybe? Yeah, me, I, I, I think two. One and two. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. One what do you and think, two. Do you it's think hard. that one Pittsburgh, win comes like, from? Pittsburgh's a team that they beat up on earlier, but like Pittsburgh needs points, man, because they have the... Well, I know Washington the Islanders, needed points today. They, that's true. Um, Pittsburgh, I know Pittsburgh has a ton of games in hand on the uh, Capitals and the Islanders, but, you know, they 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 are, they are clinging to that uh, last playoff spot. So, um, yeah, they have a bunch of games in hand on the teams that are really chasing them, but... I still think, like, you know, they're Pittsburgh. Like, this is a team that, you know, they're, they're, they're going to run this thing into the ground. Um, <laughs> like, they're, you know, the, they'll rebuild when, when Crosby and Melkin uh, fall <laughs> off the cliff. Yeah. Right, yeah. When, when, when those two are gone, then they'll finally rebuild at some point. <laughs> but, um, 
yeah, I I, I think so that's sometime a team in that twenty thirty three. Then um, Vegas is going to be an interesting one, man, because you know obviously uh, Logan Thompson week to week. So uh, do we get Aiden Hill? Do we get Lauren Borsois? That's going to be an interesting game. Oh, but... how do they not start Hill? Oh, well, that's what I want. I want the Aiden Hill revenge game. Look, the Sharks need to stop getting points. Um, and I say that <laughs> as a guy who will enjoy, you know, watching them win if they do. But no, no, I, I, day, I'll be quite honest. I was physically ill at about one thirty this morning <laughs> or, you know, this afternoon. I'm like, God damn, stop. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, it's you know what it's hard right because like I just I can't like I still want to enjoy the games. So yeah. I'm selfish. Dude, I want I, I was want like, them to good suffer. Good for you, Barabanov. The yeah. And then on the other hand, I was like, stop fucking doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, I, so I, I have one and two, man. One, one and two, two this week. I'm gonna say yeah. one, one and one. Okay. Just only because they lead the league in like you know overtime oh, losses, yeah, they, right? They, right. They'll, they'll get a loser <laughs> point. Who am I kidding? Yeah, they're gonna find they can't out. Even lose properly. <laughs> absolutely so with that uh we're gonna bounce out of here we thank you so much for joining us for these last two and two hours and 15 minutes uh or well a little less than that because we're on late because of the super bowl uh congratulations to your uh can if you root for the chiefs good for you yeah if you rooted for the the what are they the eagles yeah Again, I, I don't care. The Niners I'm, aren't I'm involved. I could give a shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, football, everybody. Football, everyone. Yay. <laughs> it's all over. And you don't have to worry about it now until the beginning of uh, September. So good for so you, football next, fans. That's right. Yeah, baseball. So yeah. Uh, yeah. with that, yeah, 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 see, yeah. Uh, so the Sharks are going to play three this week. We're still a good week or so away from the Marlowe retirement game. Uh, hopefully, with any luck, uh, I think our very own Puck Guy might be there live. Reporting live. Reporting live. Yeah. SAP. Yeah, but we, uh, we're we going to try to do something. And, uh, hey, if we uh, give the right person a squeezer, Maybe we get Marlo on the post game. Who knows? Whoa! <laughs> wow, it's a lot of pressure. I you, know, right? You know, you you do this on this show a lot, where you, where you kind of just set expectations for other people like, to do things, really and it's, high, really, high. it's really and it's really annoying sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So with that, thank Poor you very, <laughs> thank you for ending your Super Bowl weekend with us. Yeah, we'll catch you after. I will catch you after Sharks games. Yeah. uh, Jerk will be back next week, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh and the San Jose Sharks on Valentine's Day evening. And then, yeah, be here next Sunday. So have a good night, everybody. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. See you on the Discord.